The year is 1989. Location, Midwood Mall. Murders, plentiful. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. <laughs> this is Bad Movies, Worst Worst People. people. All right, so I really like this movie. I'm just going to say it right up front. Okay. It's very <laughs> okay. entertaining. Um, I will say this real quick just to let you know about me. I got into these movies much later in life. Nobody in my childhood would let me watch anything near this. So you were so sheltered. I was very sheltered. I was a good little Catholic boy. Was. <laughs> but so, yeah, thing? I had to find out about these on my own as a more drunken adult, I guess we'll say. So... I'm I'm open to them very much so, and I really enjoyed this. But ah, it's a different type of genre than I normally watch. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have like I didn't have any like childhood exposure so much because my parents, you know, we watched movies and stuff. But like, I think the scariest thing they took me to theaters to see was Jurassic Park. Okay, and I mean, I did watch. I didn't really watch, but I saw X Files when they were watching it, and that had some scary shit. Like I'm still scared to this day to use porta potties or oh, outdoor dude, toilets. That's exactly what I was thinking when you <laughs> when you're like scary. It's like well, if you're taking a shit in like a national forest, yeah, because that fucking like worm dude. Yeah, you know what? Me. I'm not using mall bathrooms anymore either. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Conrad might pop up. Conrad the Cobra. Oh, dude, Conrad. we. We're camping like two years ago, and it was like yeah. campground where they have the setup bathroom yeah. and stuff, and it's yeah. just like a forty foot ditch that's underneath a. I would went in there. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take a shit because I hadn't taken a shit for like three days. Mm-hmm. I went in there and I like teetered over the edge and was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go dig a hole in the woods. <laughs> and he did that. <laughs> True story. Hey, I'll tell you right now, I love a good wild, uh, out in the wild poop. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about camping. We even bought a poop tent. Mm-hmm. So- that's bougie <laughs> it's like yeah it's just like a little it's like a cube or like a rectangle shaped thing that just goes around like you put the hole and you, we had like i even got one of those like fold out toilet you talk seats to me like i don't understand a poop tent guys <laughs> i didn't know well, if you knew i knew right with you it was funny though I bought, oh, okay all right fair <laughs> i bought the like the, the the toilet stool you know that has a toilet seat it's funny that it's called a stool um <laughs> i bought the toilet stool and the tent thing because i didn't want you know i knew we were gonna be near a campground and Zoe was like talking shit like, oh, we're going to go glamping. And I was like, if that's what you think glamping is, you are in for a rough surprise. Yeah. You're going to have to dig a hole for your own shit. But this tent, <laughs> this tent thing is awesome. Think of like, a, and this is a bad part. Think of like a toddler's play tent. But the way you <laughs> pop it open is like the sun visor. You twist them close. Oh, and you, okay. And it goes, whomp, whomp. So, so you just no like cartoon assembly. this thing. Yes, yeah. you just like shake it down, set it, unzip the bottom, have a breeze. Man. But you know what? Taking a shit in the woods has little to nothing to do with a mall. No. So, no I mean, let's I guess talk about in, the movie. I guess in the 80s, you could have bought this stuff at a mall. At this mall, definitely. Oh, yeah, especially at the uh, Rouge House. <laughs> yes, at the Rouge House with your flamethrower. Uh, so, yeah, this movie's from 1989, as I said, directed by Richard Friedman, who... He's directed quite a few different things. A couple other like horror movies. One called both of them possible episodes. Okay. One called Scared Stiff. One called Doom Asylum. 
And I'd never seen Doom Asylum. And I, when I what got this... What year is Scared Stiff from? Uh, 87. Okay, never mind. And Doom Asylum. Right. They're both from 87, and if that tells you anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought the... Uh, or I was buying this, and I was reading some stuff about it online. This, the, the movie we're doing, by the way, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Because this movie has a fucking subtitle, even though it's the first and last I one. I wondered that and had to look it up. I'm like, is this is this like the second or third installment <laughs> of, of a mall kind of trilogy they want you to know the twist before they re- expose it to you <laughs> it was very confusing <laughs> yeah that was i was um, like um okay but Do- yeah i just watched doom asylum on saturday because i knew we were doing this today and i was like oh, i'm gonna compare them because everything i saw online said doom asylum is better doom asylum is not better than this no this is world's better i mean the writing is better the effects are better the kills are more entertaining and when i say the writing is better don't get me wrong this is not a good movie but as we were going through, I was like... It's got plot. Well, yeah, I was like, these things, they're setting something up, and then they're using it. And they're setting it up, and they're using it. You know, full-on Chernobyl's chainsaw, but mo- <laughs> more quickly, it was like, you uh, know... Phantom's flamethrower. There we go. That's what we're going to use for this one. Phantom's flamethrower. Well, we got to... I just love... You can say better. <laughs> I just love that anybody who, like, comes in to start listening to this later on is going to be like, what the fuck is Chernobyl's chainsaw? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did we have last time? We had somebody's nunchucks. I don't know, uh, man. <laughs> Something with an R. Somebody's Ruger. Oh, Ryuk's. Ryuk's Uger. Ryuk's Ruger. Jesus, I can't talk today. That's uh, right. a good thing we're not recording a podcast. <laughs> uh, but he also did a movie called either A Detour for Christmas or Christmas Crime Story. Okay. And I want to kind of watch it to see if it's an episode because the cover, the, the poster is just a gun with like Christmas color stripes on it. You might know this about me. You might not. I hold Christmas movies in a, like a high reverence, where I do not like bad, nat, like nasty Christmas movies. I just don't. So nah. you didn't like a uh, Violent Night? Won't see it. Oh my god! Even though should. Derek said I'm turning into a ginger Santa, <laughs> has to put his hair back to go fight somebody. Yeah, yeah I'm coming. I'm going up your chimney. <laughs> I fucking I loved this movie so much. I'm sure it. it's a great movie. Wait, I just Violent can't do Night? it. Yeah, Violent Night. Okay, yeah. you said this movie. Is oh yeah, that. Well, I did like this. Yeah, movie. I, I I just can't do it. But anyway, that's just me. Okay. So I, you could force so me to, out. and I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> it's for the greater good. I mean, what about uh, what's the one with uh, Dennis Leary? The ref. The ref. Uh, have you watched it recently? No. It's barely a Christmas movie. We timed yeah. it out, dude. There is at least a 30 to 40 minute stretch without a, a Christmas tree or a Christmas decoration in this movie. Okay. Okay. This is a whole whole tangent, and we don't like those here on this show, guys. No. I mean. <laughs> uh, where I did not like Christmas, the movies, the, the celebration, the decorations at all for the longest time, started watching anti-Christmas movies along the lines of The Ref, okay. Scrooge, which is one of the best movies ever fucking made, hands oh, with down. Bill Murray. And now I have a reverence for it because I... I just I have friends that got me into it, and now I will not watch these like bad Santa types for me. I don't judge you if you want to. I've seen Reindeer Games. Okay, <laughs> I so, paid money to see Reindeer Games. I'll admit it right that's here. Too bad. So, yeah, it is too bad. <laughs> Violet Night has nothing like bad Santa at all. Violet Night was we saw it in theaters, and, but he's killing, and he's. I mean, there's a lot of hey, well, hashtag not hey, my Santa. You know what? They give you an origin story for Santa, which is pretty dope. Does he dope. Grab him? Does he grab him by the presents? <laughs> oh my god no I don't want to spoil it yeah, so anyways, if you're famous they let you grab them by the presents so let's get to the to credits of this movie <laughs> this movie is happening uh, also by the way one of the writers the main writer and producer did uh, Silent Night Deadly Night speaking of Christmas okay, movies yeah. so. <laughs> so while we're before we even get to any scenes I'm watching the credits this will let you know a little bit about myself 
I got more excited to see Polly Shore's name than I did Morgan Fairchild's name. <laughs> I'm like, Polly fucking Shore. Yeah. I was very excited to see his crazy fucking hair. Oh yeah. Yeah, at least like I don't know what he was doing there. Like a fake Jerry Curl, like Dreadlock. Dreadlock. Almost thing, dreadlocks. Yeah. yeah he yeah. actually kind of looks very similar to his character that he voices in Goof Troop the movie. Yes. Oh. He kind of looks like Max. the No, no Max's Max Max friend. Yeah. He's the friend, the friend leaning of Max, tower yeah. of Cheesa. Cheesa. <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard about this and I heard Polly Shore was in it, and it's like a pre-weasel Polly Shore. I have written down Polly Shore origin story. <laughs> yes, because there is a scene. Where Jack pointed out that he was wearing a weasel shirt. Oh, no, it's a deleted scene. You oh, didn't it's see the it. deleted oh. scene. It's the alternate opening to this movie where you got, I don't know anybody's fucking okay, name except Suze, his. You have Suze and you have. Yeah, Suzy. Mindy. Mel. Melody. Melody. Okay, so Suze, Mel, and Buzz. Buzz. Because that's his name. <laughs> and are Eric. watching Eric do a, what's that? Pommel. Oh, yeah. It starts on the rings and it goes to a pommel horse and he's wearing a red shirt that's like. It's a cartoon weasel sliding into like a, a base, baseball. a baseball yeah. base kind of thing. <laughs> and it just says the weasels. Oh, here's a, th- a, theory, a theory for here's you. Thor- Connected universes, right? <laughs> this guy's name is Buzz because he hasn't found out about weed yet. He's a drinker. <sighs> then he finds weed in the 90s and becomes stony. stony. Yeah. Oh, uh. oh, <laughs> I love it. I mean, he's got it's similar hair. Yeah, he I mean, hasn't grown it out yet. He hair. just let it. He just went from like a hair. weird faux hawk, like almost a mullet hawk thing. Yeah, going I don't know on. what this was. It was like yeah, and letting it's semi dready. It, it just... was a pile of curly shit on someone's yes, head. A but I mean, percent. so he's playing the exact same character he always plays. Yeah, just slightly less dumb and not himself. high. Speaking <laughs> of uh, what is Morgan Fairchild? Do you think she's ever been able to wear glasses? That nose is so fucking tiny. They're just like well, before yeah. she got all the surgery, I'm sure. It when was did fine. she not have surgery? When she was born. I think that she's the first person to get under 18 surgery. She, oh, she, had, laws, she had laws changed in California. Daddy was a surgeon. Daddy was a surgeon. <laughs> All right. So the very first shot of this movie. Oh, my gosh. The best part so of have, this movie is well, coming we got, right now. We have, so before the credits, really, there's a little short, like, uh, cold open where you get the first kill. Less yeah. than two minutes before someone dies. We looked. <laughs> I was like, pause it. Two minutes. Uh, that's what I want from these movies, too, by the yeah. way. That's what you want. Exactly. Yes. And that's the thing, is it keeps up the pacing, mostly. It's like, it's good. I, I think, I don't know. We have a mysterious man creeping around in the mall. If you read the title of the movie, you already know who it is. <laughs> His name is Eric. Twists off a mannequin Whoa. head. Uh, he's played by a guy named uh, Derek Rydall. Didn't know him. Nope. But he was also in the movie Popcorn, which also might be a future episode. Another terrible, like, wannabe shitty horror movie. You had me at terrible. <laughs> he had me a popcorn. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so he's creeping around in the mall, and he's like stealing stuff from the sporting goods store. And he grabs like a jacket and a crossbow, and he just like twists off a mannequin's head. And you're like, okay, what is <laughs> happening here? You can get a jacket, a hat, a crossbow, and a mannequin head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One stop shopping. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, what, is he getting a jacket at this fucking same store? He's getting a crossbow. Like I don't, but I guess it's like where do a you hunting get your jacket. crossbows? <laughs> I usually buy mine from a guy on the street. He's oh, got, he's got yeah. a jacket or like a trench coat that he opens up, and it's just <laughs> guns and crossbows. He's usually colorful, and he's got like some weird dog by him, and they're both just selling. And there's a light right on him, <laughs> yeah, so that you know he's got merchandise you can buy. Oh, okay, side quest here. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Let's see if I have an exotic coin on me. <laughs> I know I'm a girl. I shouldn't know that shit. 
Bullshit. Hey, girls play games. I mean, okay, I'm Whitney. I shouldn't know that shit. <laughs> you played a whole lot of Wonderlands. I sure did. Oh my god, I played. That's the why you fuck said he's very colorful. Yeah, yeah. You had a very specific NPC in mind. I did. <laughs> so this is, this old security guard enters the thing, and he's like looking around, and Eric just stops moving. And like, like he's, this guy's not a T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's looking around. By the way, he is not even. He he doesn't notice Eric for like. I mean, I was gonna say minutes, but obviously it's less than two minutes. Yeah. Cause, yeah. But he's like looking but around. A good as, ten seconds where yeah. he's panning around, and he like shines his little terrible flashlight. They should have mag lights, but this little mm-hmm. tiny like oh, thumb how flashlight. Beat, how you gonna beat up delinquents if you don't have a mag light? <laughs> exactly. And he sees him, and he like gets up right in his face, and like holds the flashlight on him, and then he's like. Wait a second. Hold on. I wrote it down. You ain't no mannequin. This ain't Halloween, pal. Also, has a fucking revolver in his uh-huh. hand. Well, 38. A, a little, yeah. It's Probably a, is I mean, it the I same one know. that Morgan Fairchild was using later? No. No, no. no. This okay. is the same one that... The security guy. This is standard yes. issue, 38 revolver. Like a Like 38 special. Yeah. I was going to say, you 80s. say standard issue. I don't think mall security carries guns. In the 80s, Every I one of these did. guys did. Not in the 80s. Now they might carry guns. In the <laughs> 80s, they didn't. No, no. Now they carry tasers. <laughs> well, now all the kids have guns. Let's go back to cops <laughs> carrying crossbows. <laughs> They're still going to shoot some people, but at a much slower rate. It could be just like in England. And you could just have goofy hats and hit people with sticks and not get guns. <laughs> Nightstick. Sorry. That's for later on in this episode. <laughs> So we're introduced to Harv Posner, who we don't get his fucking name for like 20 minutes and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> you did. I'm fucking trying to poser. take notes and I'm like, I just keep, I keep having to write mall guy or mall <laughs> owner. I was like, who the fuck? You know what though? Mall guy is actually his personalized license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. Harv Posner is the character played by a Jonathan Goldsmith. And I was like, I know this guy. So I looked him up and he's like, he's one of those guys. And he was in every show. Basically, from like 1975 to like 1995. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't know which one of these he's from. I know one of the ones that stuck out in my head is the A Team, but like he's in two to like one to five episodes of every show that existed. Mm-hmm. So, so should we have like a that guy Giuseppe? <laughs> uh, see, but when, oh, with that movies. guy Giuseppe, I want you to know what he's from. So to me, that guy Giuseppe is the only guy in this movie I knew, besides knowing. Fairchild and okay. Polly Shore, which is we'll get to oh. him, but Max Dad. Yeah. Yeah, Max Dad from, from Always uh, Sunny. Always Sunny and uh Officer I don't know his name, uh, Detective Moore, I think, but he called him Crate and Bosch. Yeah. yeah He's yeah. good. He comes up eventually. He's, yeah, you'll mm. see him soon. So Posner is like giving this introduction speech to the mall, and it's like a grand opening speech, even though at the end of the, the movie we have a grand up. opening party. So yeah. <laughs> They're opening the theater in or the theater. They're it's opening a the soft mall. I, I say the theater because the only thing I go to the mall for anymore is the movie theater. <laughs> I, I straight up thought about that when I was watching this. I was like, "Man, look, Miller's Outpost. There's a oh my god, uh, they had, they had like, Sam Goodies. Sam Goodies. There's stores that. I recognize, and I'm thinking I haven't been to the mall outside of a movie in decades. <laughs> yeah. Would you say it's a super soft opening? Super yeah, soft super opening. Soft. You want a we, super soft opening until you get one. You know, we used to go to the mall pretty regularly, but we didn't actually go to any stores. We just walked around the mall playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Because you could walk great. around and get a bunch of stuff, but also you didn't have to be outside in the heat. Ooh. <laughs> now so you're talking about We language. were walking around seeing all those same, like, you know, the old people, the mall walkers, like yep. old people that go into the mall and power walk and stuff. We would see the same people all the time. And I was like, are we one of the mall walkers now? Now we are. Yes. That was one of our early dating things. We weren't even married yet so that was a date for us you're still together huh hey babe you want to go pokey hunt in the mall in the ac wait you want to poke wait oh you said pokey (laughs) go for a bit of a pokey (laughs) 
So he, he introduces um, the most recognizable person to probably this generation, the generation this movie came out, which was Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. Because uh, Polly Shore was nobody at this point. Uh, Morgan Fairchild playing Mayor Karen Wilton. Wow, you definitely got more out of this than I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my job. I write down little things. I just like, knew her as the mayor. <laughs> like, I know she's in charge. Well, I think one person says Karen and one person, and he says Mayor Wilton. This yeah. is the only time, though. Like, the rest of the time, they just say... That one security guard is like, yeah, Ms. Big, or I'll do that for you, Miss Mayor Wilton. Oh, okay. I think everybody else just says Mayor or yep. Miss Mayor, but she's in this movie, and she... <laughs> <laughs> she's in it spoilers she meets an incredible demise yeah i like I her like death yeah. yes her yeah. it's amazing she's here for a paycheck <laughs> i mean she's not excited about this role well, she's getting paid i think this along with the the song that they paid for the vandals song there yeah are the things they're using to try to bring people to this movie because mm-hmm. i feel like this is towards nearing the end of her like spectacular career where I mean this is we got Fairchild I called her Chandler's mom honestly when she came on I was like because I couldn't remember I knew it because 20 minutes in I was like Morgan Fairchild I think that's generational though that we know her from (laughs) friends more than any of the probably dozens and dozens of movies I definitely knew her prior but not I was just like first role not anything you cared about though oh definitely not Chandler's mom you cared about she made out with Ross hell yeah she did Girl, get you some oh. of that. She was on General Hospital. Apparently, yes. she's still on General Hospital, or at <laughs> least as fuck? of last year. Oh. It says uh, on IMDb, it says General Hospital, nineteen ninety six to two thousand twenty two. Does she still have a nose? So she wasn't on it yet at this point. No, she's actually gone full Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> or are they like rebuilding oh, a nose for Mr. her? Potter. Oh, that's amazing. Her name was either Haven. Haven de Havilland <laughs> or, or Sydney Chase. She's played two characters. I remember Sydney Chase. Oh, I guess character. she was only in four episodes, so she was just been spread out. Who gives a shit? I bet she's got a great slap. She's got a great spread. Ooh, you yeah. know what she was in, though? A bunch of movies that were on Lifetime. All right. Yes, so. sir. <laughs> oh, she does have a good slap. Get you a bit of that. <laughs> she's done. I've seen a few movies with her. Getting, she gets a good, like, that. I'd have a taste. A slap back. I'd have a taste. So we're also introduced to the two of the other main characters. Well, this is where they kind of they go through the roll call of all the characters here. So we've got Posner, played by whoever. I mean, <laughs> so I'm going to go with character names and actor names. I hope you guys are fine with it. Stick yeah. with so we've us. got Posner, Fairchild, Melody, who's played by a woman named Karen Whitman. Not Marsha. Not yes. Marsha. Yeah, definitely looks. She's the low budget. Ben Stiller's wife. Yeah, yeah. Marsha Brady. Divorce now. Uh, also, oh. ooh, also, Are you saying I got a chance. You have a chance. <laughs> one in a million. Also, that one in a million talk back there. <laughs> she was a previous playmate. This yeah. the, oh, the main okay. girl here. That's so, why those titties are like. Yeah, perfect. she has no problem getting naked. I actually looked her up, and the only thing that I'd seen her in, which I, I don't know if I knew her uh, her character, playmates prom three. No, she was in Beverly Hills Cop either one or two, two. as a playmate. As a playmate. Two, as, as a, a playmate. playmate. So I was like, well, I mean, I looked at her, I'm sure, but yeah. she probably didn't have a, a speaking line. I think she just feels really familiar because she looks like fucking Marsha Brady. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was a big thing. I also said she could, she kind of gives a vibe from like, um, can't buy me love. I know it's not okay. her because that girl was Annie. And yeah. Like, she oh, but never... Same vibes is what you're saying. Yeah, I get like that. That same feel. I think it's the hair, obviously the 80s. Mm-hmm. 
but boy, I'll tell you, we're, you're about to introduce the the love of my life. Apparently, oh uh, my God, Suze, Suze, yeah, Susie. I love this chick's style for yes. the whole movie, except for her face is this amazing. intro scene. She's wearing this like beautiful '80s top with football pads. Under the shirt. Yeah. She looks like a fucking linebacker. I understand 80s. shoulder pads in the 80s, but yeah. like under just a normal t-shirt? Because you want that hard V. That was oh, like I, I angles, do like a baby. hard V, but not there. So um, I like a hard V right I got there. all excited because I was like, oh, she's an Empire Records. Yeah, but lady behind the like, counter? Yeah, woman at counter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's not a character. And it's actually listed as one of her top roles. Yeah, is, it's the first thing. Is a movie she didn't have a name for. She's in a, another possible episode, uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, which is an Andrew Dice Clay movie. I put that on my watch list after doing this research. Yeah. I, you had me at Andrew Dice Clay yeah. on the cover of a movie. I saw another one. I found one. I was looking through somebody's, like, one of these companies, Arrow or somebody, I was looking through their, their like, selections of films, and I was like, this is, there's, like, this straight-up, like, cop action film starring Andrew Dice Clay, and I can't remember what it was called, but I'm going to find it, and we're probably going to watch it. She was also in, you're going to be interested in this, <laughs> oh, no. a series, it looks like, I don't know what channel it would have been on, called Erotic Confessions. Oh, I am interested. It was on the Spice Channel. Yeah. So mm. you might be interested. It says 1995 to 1996. She played Claire. And then again, it says 1996. She played Miss Mazzy. Miss Maisie. So either way, you, get, I think you I could saw that. You could watch her. Oh, she was also in a show called Hotline. She was in Baywatch Nights. So Ooh, a lot of like softcore porn. <laughs> Baywatch Nights, softcore porn, right? Oh, yeah. She was another character in that Beauty and the Beast fucking lawyer show. The one with Sarah Terminator, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah Connor. Yeah. It Linda keeps Hamilton? coming up. Yeah. Huh. She's a, oh my God, no, this thing had like, what, three to five seasons? Yeah, I, so I, I'd never heard of it. It came up on another episode. <laughs> I remember when it and, used to be a show. Yeah, and she told me, she's like, yeah, I remember that show being on like ABC or whatever. And I was like, okay, so it must have been like eight episodes and it got canceled. Because it's it's a like a lawyer thing where this lawyer falls in love with a beast. It's a Beauty and the Beast, but like okay. with law, I don't know. We're talking like full on furry face makeup. Sure. Like, imp- Dude, not implants, but we prosthetics saw on- and everything. We saw it on Peacock, I want to say, yes. maybe. So it means it was on NBC. Three fucking seasons in the 80s. Wow. For a lawyer drama with Beauty and the Beast mixed in. And so you know you're going for like 22 episodes a season. That's disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> the 80s suck sometimes. Uh, I object, Your Honor. He is not human. I would have given good money to see the Terminator walk through this mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's another movie we'll do. It's called Chopping Mall. Ooh. <laughs> oh, this is the same uh, set, by the way. Is it? Yep. This, I never uh, heard of it, but on IMDb it said, by the way, a little trivia. It's the same okay. set as Chopping so it's Mall. Also, <laughs> it's also the same <laughs> mall. <laughs> it's the same mall that is in future episode for Schlock and Load Commando. Oh, fuck yeah. It's used for a lot of movies. God, I wish I'm, I was watching Commando I'm so Commando jealous right I'm not going to be on that episode. Oh. Why not? Because it's a boys thing. It's the boys club. It's you, Jack. Down with the patriarch. It's, it's you two and Ben. Like, the three of you. I'm just going to sit right here in the corner and watch you guys with popcorn. She's going to be a voyeur. A voyeur. Um, <laughs> speaking of, real quick, just things that keep coming up on the show, because Beauty and the Beast. Uh, under Siege, we had Roger Pedactor, right? Yeah. That guy plays Beryl on Bosch, who is the partner of Crate. The Crate and Barrel. That's Bosch their nickname. Crate and Barrel. That's yes. fucking funny. That's tall, skinny, what they're called. Tall, skinny dude, shorter, husky dude, Crate, crate and barrel. barrel. Gotcha. Yeah. So. All right. You should watch. It's a good cop show. It's coming up too much for it's me to fucking, watch. Uh, <laughs> only by so, us. <laughs> so anyway, this mall is open even though it's still under construction? Question mark. I don't know. And this is one of the 400 times I wrote in my notes, Eric Creeps. <laughs> Eric Creeps. <laughs> Creepy as shit. 
So he's creeping around these vents that are human-sized vents. Like, they're doing the speech and everything. They introduce them all, and he's they show cut to him, and he's like, these vents are, are massive. I started like, researching how much it costs to rent a vent, because I could live here. Dude, there are times where people are fully standing up. Uh, fucking, whatever the guy's actor name is, the character, Peter Baldwin, who comes up here in a oh, second. Estes? He is, he is standing, yes, Estes. Rob Estes of... 100 episodes of my roommate walked in when i was watching this shit and i was like yeah i'm watching some movie that's got almost nobody you would know she goes oh shit that's rob estes i was like what are you talking about and she said silk stockings i'm like all right i thought he's a nobody that didn't know how to close his fucking mouth i saw him i saw that he was on melrose place and as soon as i saw that i was like yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah i see it we're watching melrose place because i hate myself (laughs) but he's not in until like 90 six or something oh, so it's like so later did he learn how to close his mouth at that point i don't know we have because he spins this movie what? mouth agape <laughs> what about the creepy stare that we're about to get to hold it's on. not a creepy stare mm. he's just dead-eyed he's so, just like he's dead-eyed yeah i mean we can we can talk about that right now when they introduce peter he's the photographer for the press he's a reporter slash yeah. photographer yeah oh yeah and he's a reporter does his own photography the, get exactly. real this is the midwood gazette or whatever they don't pay, hire two people oh yeah we haven't figured out where we're at i'm assuming we're in michigan because the license plates and further on okay yeah she said a license plate was michigan license plate i was curious if it was supposed to be arizona because for some godforsaken reason there's a there's a scene where we flash back to eric's house before it burns down whatever yeah and on the wall, he has pendants hanging up from both University of Arizona and Arizona State University. Your your lovely wife said maybe that's where he's like going to college. Planning it's, on so it. all he cares about is going to school in Arizona. Yeah. I don't yeah. care which one. They have the best gymnastics. Carrie Strug is there. Ooh, damn I it. I wonder. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? The gymnastics Ooh. thing. Boom. I usually don't watch deleted scenes because I don't. I'm like, they're deleted for a reason. Yeah. I like alternate endings, but deleted scenes, whatever. What about but that, alternate beginnings? Because that's what this was. Well, that's what I'm saying. That would actually help a lot because there's a point in here where I'm like, I even commented to you and he's training himself how to do all this stuff in this like weird sewer basement thing he lives in. A, I was dirt, like, a dirt bottom sewer basement. Yeah, Go I was on. like, how is he just training himself in like all this like stuff with the pole and this fighting stuff and whatever? Like, it makes sense though if he had gymnastics. Yeah. Like background. Yes. Tell us he's some sort of gymnast. Yes. Gymnast. You, you know what? If you don't want to include the scene, great. Have her say he was going to college on a scholarship for gymnastics. We were going to have it made. He was getting a scholarship for gymnasts. Because <laughs> this movie is only 91 minutes long. And you know what? It could have been 92. So you could say that <laughs> sentence. Well, that's why you always set your bomb one minute longer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We Peter's... get introduced to Peter and he's taking pictures of the opening of the mall. And he is just staring at like, Melody this whole time. Wild I don't say dead stare. He's just like oh, it's not intense. dead. It's active. Yeah. He's like you. you. I kind of wondered like maybe his like real name's Eric and he's about to get revenge because this guy's <laughs> got a killer look to well, him. Well, yeah, yes. the first time I saw this movie because this is not the first time I've watched it, <laughs> I was like, okay, so he's like the guy that burned the house down. He's the one who killed Eric, whatever. And now he's stalking his girlfriends because he he killed Eric because he wants her. Turns Makes out sense. it's actually even worse than that. How do I get to see that movie? Well, you know what? <laughs> I actually like, this one's got the whole like you know subtext quote unquote about like the, the capitalism gone rampant and stuff like that because yeah. it has you know they burned down his house for the mall and stuff. So it's better, but still we're all over the place. Who cares? So, yeah, well, he's just staring at fucking uh, Melody. And then, like, even when he goes up and he's like, can I take your picture? He's like, uh, he's uh, he's uh. as close to her face as my face is to this microphone. <laughs> and his eyes are just wide open. He's just like, yeah, maybe 
you in the newspaper? I just did a fat rail. Let me take a fucking picture. <laughs> I wish he was coked out. He's not. He's he's, not. he's way too calm. Yeah, he's his just eyes a are creeper. calm, just like yeah. I don't have eyelids. Is this after she applied for a job? But like an only yeah. Like, so, this is right after they got accepted. Okay, more malls need like dive bars. This is a dimly lit long bar, seedy as shit. And I'm I'm I want to drink here. <laughs> My yeah, favorite thing a here, like a, a, a little writing issue here. Surprise is like. So she's at this interview and she's like, I understand if you want someone more qualified. And they're like, you start tomorrow. Here's some stuff. And she leaves. We have no idea what she applied for. Yeah. We go to the next shot where we meet Susie. There's a sign on the wall that says sales girl applications this way. And there's a line of girls waiting to go in there. So we know more about this tertiary character than we do about our main character. Absolutely. She we walks out of this interview. We don't interview. even know. The th- bar is called Sluice. It's it's blatantly put out as yeah, it like an hour into, into the it. movie. And it's a bar. No, the when she's first... You, I didn't notice it right well, there. Well, even if they show that, it just says sleuths. What the fuck is that? Oh, I put it in my notes what it is. It's a Casablanca style <laughs> uh, cantina, nightclub, dive bar, restaurant. This in thing is a mall. This but, thing is all over the place. That's the thing is we see all that stuff eventually. Yeah. But like here, it's just like, okay, when you first time you see her in there, she's wearing her little outfit, like her uniform, and she's got like a, a magnifying glass on. Like as a brioche or a brioche, <laughs> a brioche. She's wearing bread on her fucking chest. A brooch, a brooch, <laughs> and like you know whatever. But it looks like maybe it's a restaurant, maybe it's a library where people smoke because there's ashtrays on the tables. It's hey, there know. are ashtrays everywhere in this fucking movie. <laughs> but yeah, eventually we see that it's a bar. Yeah, which is great. Of all the gin joints in all the malls. I remember. I remember. Like I think we talked about this before at Park. Well, now it's Park Place Mall, but at Park Mall back in the early '90s, there used to be a restaurant in it called Park Place, and you could smoke in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could smoke in anywhere until like 1994. I, well, Even then, it was touch and go. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the only place there was a smoking section. The only place I ever remember there being no smoking when I was a kid. Like, and I don't have very, I have terrible memories of my, like, not Just terrible that, memories of my childhood. I don't remember my childhood. <laughs> um, my memory is terrible I, of yes, my childhood. I don't remember. You had a great childhood. But yeah, I don't remember details about a lot of things. But the one thing I do remember is you couldn't smoke on planes. Even though there were ashtrays. I remember the smoking section at the airport. That was just like a box that was constantly filled with smoke. You couldn't see humans inside of it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was yeah. in the late nineties. That's all I. Re- well, that was in the early nineties because that's when we used to fly the world's worst aquarium. <laughs> He's taking their picture. They're at the yogurt shop because this is also where we're introduced to Buzz Polly Shore, <laughs> who's like he's such a prankster and he like he doesn't even do the voice and I want to do it. It's before Polly Shore <laughs> yeah. was Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah. It he was, was just an actor named Polly Shore. He was trying to be a serious actor at this point. I he wouldn't even say serious. Be, uh, I just don't think he found himself. He was himself in Phantom yet. of the Mall. Sure. I don't think he was trying <laughs> to be a serious actor. I mean, hey, he get was, you a paycheck. Oh, you did not see these deleted scenes, <laughs> by the way. Spoiler alert: all deleted scenes except for the the int- doorknob. Oh, or, the, or the lock. lock. Yeah, throw away. Um, all of them. Are Polly Shore scenes where okay. he's trying to be emotional. Well, I guess I'm watching the deleted <laughs> this scenes. This movie's like <laughs> 10 minutes longer if they add these scenes because of Polly Shore, for the most part. A maybe thousand. So maybe the editor just didn't like Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kid sold me some shitty weed, man. Fuck that kid. <laughs> but yeah, he's working at the frozen yogurt shop and he likes to be a prankster and he puts like fake ears in the thing or whatever, which I guess comes back around. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's. They're what like, did you call it? I don't know. Uh, what was I saying? The Phantoms. 
Flamethrower. Flame. Oh, Phantom's Flamethrower. This here is the Phantom's Flamethrower. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to give one quick reference back just in case there are new people. It's Chekhov's gun. Look it up. <laughs> it's yeah, a, Chekhov's it's a, gun is what the, the actual <laughs> term is called. It's a storytelling I, thing. I couldn't remember what it was called, so I called it Chernobyl's something or other. Yeah. I think, you know, I think Chernobyl's you said, Chainsaw. Yeah. No, Chernobyl's Chainsaw was on purpose after you... Yeah, you, you said something. Chekhov's... Hey, go back and listen to the old episodes and let us know. <laughs> so he takes a picture of them, whatever. And then in, like, in another scene, we see Eric is in his creepy like Ninja Turtles lair. Man cave. And he's cutting off the, the part of the mannequin's head to make a mask. So it's like, okay, well, at least I know now he, why, why he took this head. I was like, is he going to fuck it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was just going insane, like, I need company. <laughs> I'm going to talk to it. I need to talk to this head. It's Wilson. He thought he was Batman. And he was like, I'm going to put my my coat and my hat on this mannequin in my man cave, in my my fucking Eric cave, (laughs) when I'm not fucking... My fan cave. (laughs) Whenever I'm not out there, and that'll be where I keep it, you know? Uh, Nobody pays for yogurt. No. No. In this movie. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you see that it's just basically what powder with water added to it. I don't know what the It's also directly next to a Swenson's. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're going out of business, pal. <laughs> well, Swenson's is for when you want to go and sit down. And watch a choo-choo train uh, go around the... Fucking Buzz's Yogurt Shop, whatever the fuck it's called, is for when you're just walking by. Plus, frozen yogurt is not ice cream. This is the 80s. Frozen yogurt's not going anywhere yet. Not yet. Not yet. Mel is talking to Peter about what's going on, whatever. Or about what happened. He he recognizes yeah. her. I recognize you. Oh, that's right. I took pictures of you after the worst night of your life. How you been? Details about this. Like, remember when I took pictures of you in that fire and people died? You remember? You remember? You remember? Yeah. And she this and she goes. It goes. She goes hard left. She just freaks out. She's like, Eric died and no one cared. And like storms off. No one I'm did like, an investigation. That escalated quickly. Yeah. And she like runs to her locker and he keeps following her because, you know, whatever. Because it's <laughs> creepy. It's the 80s. No, does not mean no yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Urkel taught us all, right? Yep. You just keep trying and eventually Sam it happens. <laughs> Sam Malone, man, persistent as can be. But he wasn't creepy being persistent. Oh, if you go back and watch. Oh, really? Yeah, when a chick says no, it means no. Yeah. It does not mean push harder. Sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just jokes, right? Sorry. It's okay. just jokes. <clears throat> so we're in the locker room. Yeah, she goes to her locker, which I don't think is in a locker room. I feel like these lockers are just in the mall. Like yeah. it's just like a side hallway because you see people walking around the back. This is true. <laughs> she opens her locker and there's some flowers in there, and she like freaks orchids. out. Yeah, some orchids, and she like she looks shocked, and he's like, "Flashback? What? They're just flowers." And then like we flash back to fucking yeah, Eric giving her orchids. This orgasms. Like, it's pronounced yes, orgasms. Orchidgasms. <laughs> no, that's in a minute. So he just gives her the orchids, and then it goes back, and it's the exact same orchids. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like obviously the they're same prop department yes. wise. They it's cut, the same yeah. orchids. They just cut the stems off for this scene, <laughs> so they would fit in the locker. Because <laughs> that Kate, that thing he gives her with the orchids is like as tall as like a fourth grader. Yeah. Oh, it's a good measurement, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I measure everything in children. It's I'm actually two fourth size. graders tall myself. <laughs> I think you're a little more than that. Okay, I'm How two short and a half fourth graders. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm thinking third graders. How tall do you think I am? Are you taller than a fourth grader? You're two of them. <laughs> You're taller than me. How do it's a new game on Fox? How many fourth graders are you taller than? <laughs> so, Polly Shore basically pulls uh, this character Peter Peter Baldwin, uh, Rob Estes. I wrote in my notes fake fake fucking Baldwin. 
Yes, you're, not, I, you're not cut for this family, pal. I, I, no, I went opposite. I was like, he looks like he could be a Baldwin. God, he's a fake Baldwin. Yeah, yeah he mean, looks like he could be a Baldwin, like like a Daniel Baldwin, you know not what? like a real Baldwin. Yeah, like a Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> Sir, you're not even Steven. <laughs> mixed with an Estevez. How dare you? Tell me he doesn't have Estevez eyes. I mean, he <laughs> could be he could be uh, like the mixture of Charlie Sheen and Daniel Baldwin. No, the other brother. No. Emilio. He doesn't yes. look like Emilio. He's he looks got more Emilio's like Charlie eyes, Sheen. Man. They look like cocaine okay. eyes, so I'm going Charlie Sheen. Oh, I mean, got heard. those cocaine eyes. I spilled some powder between your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the second you started, I knew where you were going. Uh-huh. You started, like, I spilled, and I was like, no. I no. love you for that. Thank you. Make it happen, please. So yeah, Polly Shore basically tells him, "Lay off Mel. She's got a lot going on, man." And he's like, "Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to get in there and take oh, his advantage." Line was- <laughs> hey, let her tell me. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I know she's emotionally distraught, and I'm trying to take advantage of the situation, so why don't you back off? 80s, bitch. <laughs> um, now we're about to come to like a, a solid fucking kill, I think. Yeah. The second kill? Yeah, there's, so the, there's a maintenance guy. Like Eric is just creeping through these giant vents. He's he... somersaulting. He's cartwheeling. <laughs> he's... Which, also, this kill has no plot feel to it at all like, well it's just like the first one the security guard it's just he's just killing people who are involved in the mall because he's like fuck them i don't care they yeah, work okay. for the mall. oh he's going full clint eastwood like get off my lawn like yeah. later on the, the mall is his lawn later on they start literally kind of, they start trying to hint at that like a lot of his kills are related to people who are fucking with uh melody or mel yeah but he also just randomly kills anybody who's near him this guy though doesn't even see him like the security guard saw him whatever this guy doesn't even see him yeah, this guy's just working on his you, vent you yeah. could have avoided him but it's cool, cool that he didn't because he takes this dude's head and just shoves it into this spinning fan blade. You know what I wanted from this? I wanted like meat sli- or vegetable slicer effect yes. where slices of this dude's face are coming off like cucumber. At least we got blood because like, yeah. there's yeah. one of the best kills in the entire Leprechaun series is a face in some blades. Uh-huh. It's like a lawnmower thing and Leprechaun makes it look like it's this girl taking off her shirt because he can do illusions or whatever <laughs> and this kid just puts his face in her tits because that's like this is what you do but it's spinning lawnmower blades but it's just like this kid leaning toward a lawnmower and then we cut to like an outside shot of this garage and you hear ah and that's the best kill yeah and that's that like sucks. I mean one of the more creative like fun ones but yeah. there's no blood there's no you know at least in this he shoves his face in there and there's blood spraying yeah you out. say fun I'm, I'm enjoying this yeah yes oh we meet uh, Posner's kid his name is Justin. Who's supposedly a teenager. Yeah. She's dude. saying he's 30. I looked it up. He's 24. So he's, I mean, he's, he's more playing, of a teenager than half the kids on 90210. He's got a 5 o'clock shadow, though. But I think he's supposed to be playing like some 16, 17-year-old punk. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, 90210. Fucking Dylan was already like 31 and he was supposed to be 17. <laughs> like, See the movie Clueless. <laughs> a teenager Shut up in about that Paul movie. Rudd. I love no, that nobody national else. Even, treasure. Even D, she's no, like late twenties when she films that. Alicia Silverstone, I think. No, Early Donald Faison was the youngest actor on that show because yeah. he even still had braces. But I will say, Paul teeth. Paul Rudd is still the closest to being a teenager because right now he could still play a teenager. Really- <laughs> oh, I will watch a Paul Rudd in high school movie right now. Oh my God, Paul Rudd, please 
visit us. <laughs> just in life. So this kid who's playing Justin, I, I, again, he's, I thought I recognized him. He's just like an 80s punk kid. Whatever. I found him in he's, one thing. Uh, he was one of the Cobra Kai kids in the he's first the Karate Kid. He's the kid that uh, oh, fuck, John Kreese throws to the mat yeah. like, and just slams him down just to show I'm a good teacher by beating you up. Um, I The first time I watched this, I was obsessed with finding out. I was like, I know who he is. And all I saw was Karate Kid that I recognized really. So I was like Googling it, looking for it. And there's like a shot when they're all hanging out by the beach or by the fucking boardwalk or whatever yeah. the fuck. Right when they start beating up on uh, LaRusso. Uh, he's like the one that's standing right behind. He's like the main like best friend of Johnny Lawrence. Gotcha. Not that that means anything. I wonder if he's in the Cobra Kai scene that they brought back. Oh, doubtful. I did not see him on the Cobra Kai credits. Okay. Like, or I didn't see him in, see that in his credits. What I was calling him was, okay, you know the movie Grandma's Boy? Yep. One of... Adam Sandler's best friend. Uh, main, Alan Covert. The main character. Alan Covert, yeah. I was like, he's not Alan. He's not Alan. Yeah, she was like, does he, is, are his credits, is that, is he in Grandma's Boy? And Cause like, he's no. got like the, this part right here, like the eyes and nose. Yeah, this part yes, right here. Yes, cause you can see. This right part. part. You all this, see that. This triangle from the eyes to the nose, like, and even the mouth really, just so this oval. Like, so, I, I mean, he kind of looks like when Alan Covert was playing the homeless guy in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yes! <laughs> Yes, minus the beard. <laughs> when he creeps up on the the maintenance guy, I did take a note, and I just well, this is the first time that we see that his face is fucked up. Yes, it does. It's like we saw him make a mask and put it on, but they never showed it. This is the first time you get like a a flash of like his melty face. Yeah, his like sloth thing he's got not going terrible, on. Not terrible, especially for the eighties. From the front, it's not terrible. No, yeah, the back <laughs> right. looks like shit when you see the back of his head, but it's because obviously like they wanted to put the makeup over his hair, so it's just like this floppy. Dead flesh. I mean, maybe maybe they were going for a floppy dead flesh because it was a burnt fucking face. So we get the mall security guards now. Pervert Uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, we have pervert Tim Robbins. And then, you know, the great Ken Foree. He's the uh, African American security guard. Oh, he's, I didn't know this he's, guy. He's in uh, he's in Dawn of the Dead. He's in a bunch of like old um, yeah, horror he's movies. One of those, that guy. He's the gotcha. uh, in the reboot of Dawn of the Dead. The the Zack Snyder one they did. He played the preacher that's on TV talking about how the dead will rise. Okay. Like when hell is full, the dead will rise or whatever. But he was in the original Dawn of the Dead also. He's in a bunch of stuff. And now we get to my favorite part of most movies. Nerps. Nerps. Yeah. Oh my God. And we but are this not guy disappointed. Is a fu- this guy makes the Nerps bad. So well, first we have a, a shot in the changing room and the girls are just taking off their tops and flapping their titties around. Oh, I yeah. guess that's what happens in changing no rooms. No one's closing right? these curtains personally. Like no. Literally no one. Then we go to the security room and he's just watching them and, and he is so fucking creepy. You want to know how to be creepier than just watching somebody? Narrating to yourself. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Now do this. Now yeah. do that. I like oh, how you... Get... No, no, don't just drop it on the floor. Bend that's over and pick it up. Sweaty, sweaty pervert. You know he's fapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Ken Foree tells him to turn it off right before. Oh, he wants to see Susie's tits. Yeah, he does. Who does And then it? she steps into the thing. He's like, no, don't go in there. I thought oh, we were going to have a show. <laughs> oh, he was pissed. <laughs> and then Poser walks in. Or Posner. Posner. Whatever. Posner. Works. Because he wants to check out this, yeah. this banging sound events. That's homeboy fucking jacking off. Yeah. I'll also, tell you what that knocking in the vents is. Also, if you hear knocking in the vents, you know who you don't go to tell to check it out? The security guards. You go to the maintenance guy yeah. who's now dead. Oh, you can't call him? That's weird. By the way, um, they do mention the old man security guard getting killed later in the movie. No one ever mentions the maintenance guy. That's I think that's true. who they're talking about. No, no, no. Because no, no. uh, Ken Foree says, like, what about 
Vern or whatever the fuck his name was, the night security guard. So the, yeah, after oh. after this kill, he says, "What happened to that the guy that you told to go check out the bump? Oh, I fired him, and he's gone. Yeah. Oh, okay." Um, also, what about the guy that was the, the first kill? And he goes, oh, he must have got a new job or something. Yeah, yeah, he got a new job. Yeah, because yeah. he starts with another security guard? What? I mean, he's a, a, a security guard somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, he got a job, see? Nothing to see, huh? So this creepy pervert, you're really happy that he dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because like he's walking, he's going to check the stuff out, and he walks past our two main characters, and he's like yanking his like key Ugh. thing, and he's like, hey, girls, want to pull my chain? Whatever. <laughs> and Eric is watching this, and this is when Eric's like, well, this guy's going to die. You're fucked. Yep. yep. You, you just... just... <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> you just assaulted my fucking girlfriend? Did like, you just make a jack-off joke to my girl that doesn't know I'm alive? Oh, you're if gonna, you're or her friend, because he also does attack someone later for bothering her friend, too. Long con, he wants a threesome with these two chicks. Who doesn't? Da- d- yes, Fair. please. Fair. <laughs> I have to mention it because it's a, another uh, <laughs> Phantom's Flamethrower moment, but we get this Italian piano player just yeah. hanging out in the middle of this mall for some reason. As they walk by, he's like, ladies. Yeah, ladies, have Looks a great like, day. Looks uh, like Vincent Price, kind of. Yeah. He's like a, a bad, like if someone was playing Vincent Price in a movie with this budget. Yep. <laughs> you couldn't afford <laughs> Not Jeffrey, Vincent Price. You, you couldn't afford Jeffrey Rush to play Vincent Price, <laughs> so you got this fucking guy. <laughs> so Eric does the thing he does a few times where he like lures this guard by knocking on the vents and then running away. He's like... It's another leprechaun He's such a rascal. He's such a rascal, this guy. So he gets... The security guard comes into this room. He goes through the vents and then comes out into like a storage room. Eric drives this fucking forklift into this dude into an electric like junction box and there's like shocks and explosions of electricity everywhere no lights in this building go out yeah i wondered do i know how electricity works no because this is this is <laughs> not how i thought this would go <laughs> but also it is still a fantastic kill it's, great it's great. Kill. great because kill. he electrocutes this guy until his eyes pop out of his fucking head oh. <laughs> one of them lands in this box of powder that's say Opened open box <laughs> which is for the frozen yogurt place it says it has the name of the i don't know what it was but it has the name on the side of the box yogurt but why is it just sitting open like that's disgusting yeah okay because people are lazy we know this mall has rats we'll see them we've all worked at a grocery well not you at a grocery store but restaurants um people are people gross. yeah but we were we were pretty things. we were pretty clean we didn't leave open boxes around eyeballs <laughs> you never worked with someone who was an asshole and left open boxes around eyeballs no, never. I mean, the, the good employees <laughs> didn't, but yeah, I can't tell you how many slackers. times I walk into rooms and I'm like, guys, what the fuck? You can't just <laughs> leave up. this bag of stuff open. Like, Date it. That's how you get eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, you want eyeballs? That's how you get them. <laughs> so Morgan Fairchild is talking to Posner and telling him how she wants to support him for city council or whatever. So you're like, okay, they have some I kind of like I want to support you like straw supports me. <laughs> just kidding. Those things don't hang. <laughs> Plastic as can be. Yeah, like, don't have, there's no such thing as gravity in her world. <laughs> Chalice. Um, well, it costs her a lot of money. Yeah, to get don't be. They don't, they don't look good. And as soon as she leaves, though, this guard's body drops out of the ceiling onto Posner's desk with like one eye still popped out. And it looks like there's a note stuck to it, but they never read it and we never hear about it again. No, we see a note. It, it says an eye it. for an eye. Yeah. Oh, did it? Okay, yeah. I didn't see it. But I'll tell you I, I what, this have... is the calmest person that's ever had a body dropped on their fucking desk. Yeah. Right. Like, he's like, oh. <laughs> well, what? because he knows. He thinks, he, he knows. He's like, oh, shit. This is because of this. This is how we learn that he's behind it. No, I don't think he knows yet. I think he just sees this body and he's like, someone's killing the security guard. Well, then he finds out there's the other security guards gone in just a second here. And then he calls uh, Volker or whatever his name is. 
crate and he's like, this is Posner. I might need you again. But they show him burning the security guard's body. So I think he just called him because he's like, oh, you're the guy I know that does like dirty work. Oh, this work. guy has a particular set of skill. Yeah. And it's burning. <laughs> it's burning. Because he's not good at, like, I don't want to know if I'm good at trying to like take a woman hostage, but I know he's not. No. He's also, I mean, he's an okay driver. Sure. I mean, he does okay in that chase scene. Yeah, he does okay. Until he doesn't. Because the guy he's chasing is not very good at driving at all. And in a station wagon. In a station wagon. (laughs) Running from a fucking jet ski in a boat. (laughs) I feel like even if you knew the whole plot of like why this guy's killing your people, you'd still give him like a little, huh, at something falling, a body falling on your desk in the air vents. Oh, but he was really like. He just looked and was like, yeah, mildly startled and then like, gross. Oh, great. I got to hire someone else. Worst Viking funeral ever. That that would be Derek's response. Be like, ugh, gross. The body drops. Like, you know how much it costs to process new hire paperwork? (laughs) Burn them. So Mel and and Susie are going to their cars, parked in totally different parts of the parking lot, leaving each other alone at night. Which she's got to walk idea. a ten buck too. She gets in her car. I don't understand why she gets back out. Whatever. She gets in her it car. Oh, it won't she starts. It won't start. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's so a, there's, there's a, a gift box a in the dress. car, and it's the dress that she was looking at earlier, and she wanted. So you know, Eric is just following her and doing nice stuff for her. And yeah, yeah, that's right. Her car won't start, so she gets out, and then this like masked man assails her, and he's trying to rape her in the parking lot, and Eric conveniently has a crossbow with him like yeah. he's like you know what? i'm gonna follow her to the parking lot with this crossbow. Gun. i said it <laughs> oh fuck i still fucked yep, it up it's still still wrong <laughs> that was so proud too <laughs> i think i called it gorbachev's gun once yes i think that's what you said the first time was like, like whatever russian guy uh, I'll never get Chekhov wrong, but that's because Star Trek. So yeah. that's <laughs> where are the nuclear whistles? <laughs> but yeah, just as a callback. But yeah, like why is he like? He's like, well, I'm gonna follow her to the parking lot, make sure she's safe. I'll just this, bring this crossbow just in case. This like, dude jogs off the crossbow, by the way. Like he gets hit with a crossbow, and it's like right here, it looks like it's pectoral. Yeah, point to it. <laughs> right it here. looks like it's, it's pectoral, like maybe a little off rotator. from the heart. It's rotating, and he just gets up and just jogs it off. Yeah, like man, I'm I'm not jogging. Also, so, so we'll just cover this little like D plot, F F plot, whatever. This little short thing, real yeah. quick, so we can just get to it. Because Fairchild is telling Ken Forey about how uh, Mel got assaulted in the parking lot, and the guy got shot with a crossbow, and he had a limp. So she's like, "So look for someone who's limping and their arms fucked up." Oh, because Morgan- while they're walking past the piano player, uh-huh. who then is like, "Uh, okay, guys, well, I'm gonna go take my break now." And it goes into the bathroom and takes off his fucking tuxedo jacket. And he's just bleeding profusely. <laughs> like he didn't bandage it one no, bit. No, like how much blood? You're dying. You're I'll tell dying. You right now, this has been at least 24 hours. You're like, a mall piano player for a living. You're probably drunk. <laughs> this guy's like just bleeding like a alcoholic. Oh, when he woke egg. up in the morning, he had it patched up and he's like, okay, that's good. But he's just getting hammered throughout the day and his blood <laughs> just is just thinning. Leaking through it. You know the giant like brandy glass they use for a tip jar? Well, he comes to work with that full and he has to drink it before he can go oh, on time for finger tips. quote stage. <laughs> so yeah, so he goes into the bathroom, the employee bathroom, gets blood all over it. I'm like, this is a brand new building. Stop yeah. being an asshole. Takes off his jacket and he's like poking it. He's like, oh, that hurts. Well, I'm going to take a shit. It's tender. <laughs> so he goes into the stall and you're thinking, oh, he's going to go in there to wrap it up. Nope. He just drops his pants to take a shit. And he's sitting there. <laughs> I don't know. They show him just kind of, I guess it's before cell phones. So you just took a shit. You just kind of 
Stared. Stared ahead. Yeah, because you didn't, you didn't always have a newspaper with you or no. a shampoo bottle. I mean, that was my thing in the 90s. One, but well, at least use your blood to make a painting on the stall. Or, you well, know, just said, take, don't some, be an asshole. Or take some fucking paper towels while you're sitting in there and try to oh. dab it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Did you say don't be an asshole to the guy who's trying to rape a chick in a parking lot? <laughs> this is Him true. writing like racial slurs on the wall in blood is the least of his concerns. Dude, his John Waters mustache tells you that he's an asshole. <laughs> this is a thousand <laughs> They let you know. They let you know. So, yeah, he's sitting there taking a shit, and Eric is like, well, fuck this guy. And you see him, and he's got this bag that's, like, moving around and Hissing. stuff. And he dumps this, whatever it is, it's a snake, into, like... <laughs> I was like, I is it a mongoose? I don't think this is how plumbing works. But he just, like, takes the cap off of this pipe and dumps the snake into it. And then the cobra comes up out of the toilet, the exact right toilet, by the way. Yep. And he comes up out of the toilet, and, like, the lights go out. This and the cobra guy, smells dick. By the way, this guy lights that lighter so fast. So fucking fast. It's like he was just sitting there with a lighter in his hand. He's like, oh, when I fart, I'm going to light it. I'm waiting. Like, so he's just sitting there, and this cobra comes up. Like The lights are off. He puts on the, the lighter. The cobra comes out of the toilet and just stares at him, and he's like, suck me blue. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he said, suck me blue. <laughs> And, and then it does. And then it does. Yeah, this sucked until he turned blue from snake death. went right onto his dick. Yeah, I, I wrote down. Water. I wrote down worst death ever. Like fucking kill me, dude. <laughs> like because he's gonna die from poisoning. Well, from dick poisoning with an erection. <laughs> to what? To what? Whitney said worst blowjob ever, and what you said worst death ever. I think these go in the same category. If your yeah. death involves a blowjob, it's both of those things. Yeah. Unless well, unless the know. death unless the death is that the blowjob was so good you have a heart attack. There we go. That's great. But if it involves a snake sinking its fangs into your dong and sucking all of your blood out or whatever it does, I don't yeah. think they're vampires, but I don't know. You know how snakes work. <laughs> I feel like it's a paralytic. I mean, we presume this guy dies. I don't know if they ever actually show a dead body, but he gets uh, bit in the dick. Which uh, is great. I think he's in the basement. We'll get there. Does but he's dead? Oh, yeah, he's dead. There's because a body. I'll tell you right now. If he didn't die from that, he went home and killed himself. Hundred because he's got a cobra venom dick bite. That's real. <laughs> so just get that out of the way. That's another great kill. It's later in the movie, but it just covered all at once. Make yes. it easier. So that's when Posner makes the phone call, and we see this this guy. I didn't. We didn't know his name at first, so I wrote. Quote badass earring guy. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> he's like, he's got the slick back, greasy hair. He's got the very thin, like, beard that's more than five o'clock shadow. It's intentionally there. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like a fucking greaseball, sleazy. Yeah, exactly. Sleazeball hitman from 80s movies. He's got any, the aviators, but he's got this huge dangly fucking earring. We're almost... talking like um, George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yes, George Michael is, the, he is very Wham-esque. They did say <laughs> something religious, so I'm imagining yeah. like some Christian saint like yeah. dangly, yeah. pendant dangling She mentions that, she, that when she saw the fire, when she saw the guy at the fire the previous year, uh, that she saw a religious metal a religious on him. Symbol. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, you barely saw him. Second of all, I watched this entire movie on Blu-ray and still didn't see a religious symbol. I just see a dangly earring. So we actually jumped around a little bit because this death is happening after the reporter guy thinks that he he sees what's his name Volker. Yeah, well, I did jump ahead for uh, the piano for man's the piano death. man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just because I was like, it's a short little thing. It relates to what we're talking about, the rape scene. So I just jumped ahead to that. And yeah, okay. we're still at the rape scene, so we haven't gone to Volker yet. Yeah. Okay. So this is what this is our first introduction to Volker. Uh, he's just and he's just burning the guard's body and looking at the fire like a cool guy. He's got a smell. 
We have the first of two sex dreams that Mel has here. And by the way, she wakes up from this dream just sweating, but she's wearing this like silk nightgown, fucking 18 blankets on top of her. This fucking comforter (laughs) is so thick. I'm like, no wonder you're sweating. She's in flannel, full on sleeves and everything. In the fantasy, she's wearing. Oh, that's right. No, it's but disgusting. she's like full on button up long sleeve flannel husband from the 50s pajamas. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's she's banging Eric in this dream. They pull off her top. We get some nerves. But, you know, she's a Playboy model, so she doesn't care. That's oh, she doesn't give a shit about nerves. She'll show you bush if she wants. She's like, I've nerped it before. <laughs> I love how you phrase that. You can nerp if you want to. You can leave your nerves behind. You can leave your bra behind. But if your friends don't nerp. <laughs> if your friends don't nerp, they're no friends of mine. <laughs> Uh, so it's intercut. It starts getting intercut with like the house burning and like Eric catching on fire and his face melting. And she has like a flash of Volker real quick. And then she wakes up all sweaty and gross. <laughs> um, and then we get uh, the first of two or three. I think it's the first of like the three like training montages of Eric. Like he's punching a punching bag and crushing 10 pound weights. Yeah, just just curling those 10 pounders. <laughs> he's got the stick and he's like, Wah! You're the best around. He's twirling around. He's being all like, I'm a ninja. I'm a ninja. Because gymnast equals ninja. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Go to the mall now. And Ken Furry is going over the list of missing items, like things that have been (laughs) stolen with Posner. And it's just like, uh, crossbow used. No, it's like just one crossbow, a TV, a VCR, two cameras. Treadmill? Like the treadmill, treadmill. A Nordic track. Treadmill. Nordic Ooh. track. Name drops. Does Placement. he even say the dress at this point? I don't think he says the dress. He's basically listing off all the things that we see in fucking Eric's fucking turtle cave there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was uh, a living room furniture part of that? He did not mention an entire living room set. That's a then sewer I'm, couch. Then I'm wondering <laughs> if it, he brought that down when it, like, again, deleted scene when and it was his man cave. His special okay. place. Slight digression, but very related. Real life story. I saw this on, on the internet. This Some, better not be about a sewer couch. It's not about a sewer couch. It's about someone secretly living in a mall, and it's awesome. Ooh. So I don't remember where this mall was, but basically they had, like built this mall, and there was like this part where it like curved, because there was like whatever, like a, a, a joint part of the mall where it goes to like an L shape. And there was this corner where they had built, there was like this, this big open space, and there's like a door in there that goes to a storage area that no one was using because they never built stairs to the storage area. So it's just this empty storage thing. Some guy found it. This is this is a real story. I saw the pictures of the place. Some guy found this little like it's like an outdoor part of the mall. There's like a little alcove thing that you could barely slide into. And then there's this door 20 feet up. So he gets a ladder and takes it in there, goes into the door, big storage space. So him and friends moved like furniture, televisions, like all kinds of stuff in there. And he lived in this mall secretly for like a year. That's great. Or maybe more. I don't remember how long it was. It was a oh, but it was an extended time. Like extension cords? Yeah, like he was running power from inside the mall. I think that's how he ended up getting caught. <laughs> we're we're drawing mean, a bunch of power to this this Norda track. <laughs> it was insane. Like I I read that and I, I thought about it yesterday when I was telling someone about this movie. I think it was telling Brandon, but I thought about it yesterday and I was like holy shit, that guy was Eric. (laughs) Like, this guy was like, hey, fuck it, man. I lived there for free for a long time. Like, he didn't get arrested or anything. They were just like, hey, you can't be here. And they, like, boarded it up. I'm sorry. I didn't know I couldn't do that. (laughs) You're not using it. Yeah, exactly. You were using it. What the fuck, man? I'm a freegan. I didn't see a sign that said, keep out. (laughs) Heard. 
Like later in this movie, where there's a sign that says, no, it was earlier. There's a sign that says "keep out," and he just opens it because there's no I, lock. But I thought for a second he wasn't going to because he he paused <laughs> he for a second, like, oh shit, yeah. it says "keep out." Yeah, I, that... I can't. My hands are tied. Yeah, for a second I thought he was going to go. Well, it says authorized personnel. I can't go in there. That's maintenance. <laughs> I don't have a note. <laughs> that is not my union. I can't enter that area. Um. So. We Posner sees his son, who's just running around terrorizing the mall, who really doesn't come to anything other than another good kill. Good kill. But this kid is just, he sees him and he's like, how many times have I told you? And the kid goes, a bunch of times or whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and he opens the soda in his dad's face and just sprays soda all over him. I was going to, I think he was like, stop taking free samples. Because that's oh, is that what it, it was? They, they're talking they about mentioned the, he shoplifted. Like there's, oh, all the storefronts are Well, and he just got done stealing a bunch of quarters. Nobody saw yeah. that. But he's like in the arcade pretending to play pinball, which by the way, there's no ding, 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 ding. So we know you're not playing. You can't just slap the machine. We're there was you, a buddy. ball. He did play one game because you do see the ball. Oh, did he? Around. Okay. Yeah. And then he like jams a, a screwdriver into it and opens it and just takes all these quarters. And I'm like, the desk is right there. Like yeah. you can see the people who work here. You guys didn't hear that? Also, I have, a, I have a qualm with the writing of this movie, I guess. And here's part of it. There are cameras all over this mall. I mean, we're talking dressing rooms. Yep. We have cameras pointed at air vents. No one has seen this phantom. Not right? once. Like, I mean, we're talking about a full well, surveillance thing. By the way, the company that did the surveillance, there's a little sign, Acme Surveillance Company. Well, that makes a lot of sense Love then. Love it. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess he does most of his, like, creeping into, like, like outside of the vents, like, into the mall He drops night. into the Rug house. He drops into the sporting goods place. Like he he does pop in, but he stuff. he does that stuff at night. And these this this you you see the security room, and it's got like a reel to reel kind of like tape recorder. Yeah, thing. yeah. So I feel like it's they recording, it and then they well it probably records. But if there was no event overnight, they just rewind and record again. I guess that makes sense. So okay. I mean, maybe that's what they're doing. They're just you know like most like even modern security. I'm systems, just shocked. They're, they're listing just... off all these things missing, and it's like let's record those places. Yeah, you, I mean, I feel we like have if the you, cameras. If you notice it missing that day, you go, hey, let's not re- let's not record over that and watch it. But I don't know. Also, I'm thinking about things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is my also, problem. We do notice that he has his own recordings, and like maybe he's taking. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what's coming up right now. He's watching this tape that's labeled Melody, and it's all this footage of her. Best remote ever. And he, great fucking remote. Did you ever want to know what time it was when you were winding your movie? Because this fucking has a clock on it. Yes, it does. But there's a part in this video where he's like, is watching this footage of her, and it's just him walking behind her with a video camera outside. He's not 10 feet behind her. I was like, What? No How wonder she not... almost got raped. Like she's <laughs> not she's paying really attention. She's really bad at situational awareness. <laughs> Except not when she almost got raped because she kept looking back and nobody was there. And look back, nobody was there. And then, oh my God, somebody's there. I think he was the other direction. She didn't. Probably. She's like she heard I something. Only look behind me. She heard something, but it was Eric. So he was actually distracting her. And then. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Polly Shore here takes uh, Peter Baldwin to the security zone. And this has nothing to do with it other than showing that Polly Shore knows about the security room. But it does have a kind of cool little, like, they live thing where he's, like, playing the Muzak for him. The, like, like, why the, why play, do I give a shit about yeah. this Muzak? And he shuts off the music part and it's got this subliminal message thing underneath that's just you like. You love to shop. The salespeople are your friends. I, I can buy anything on a credit card. You want to spend your money. Yeah, capitalism consume, rocks. Consume. Consume. <laughs> exactly. Consume. consume obey. Put on, take off the fucking glasses. It's fun. It doesn't amount to a fucking thing no. in this movie. Except that now we know that Polly knows where. The security room. The security yep. room and he knows how to get into it. He knows how to work the, the equipment. Also. Exactly. 
you know, it's one of those things they threw in kind of like the reason they burned down the house was to build the mall. It's another thing about like where they're trying to give this movie somebody. One of the three writers was trying to give this movie some kind of subtext. Ooh, three writers. Kind of we, we know sustenance. how that goes. <laughs> I mean, usually you get two. There's a lot of times you get two teams. I don't know who the third one, like the main, you know, the, the third guy was if he came in and did rewrites. I know one of the writers quit. Um, cause I was, I watched part of this behind the scenes thing, but then Whitney got home and we watched the movie. Uh, he was like, I thought we were making a fucking horror movie and this was a fucking joke. So I left, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but if somebody's trying to put a subtext there of like, you know, the evils of rampant capitalism, the, you know, the eighties Reaganomics commentary, I mean, it's 1989. This was a big thing in movies. So they're trying to do something, yeah. But also they're showing nipples and murder to nerds sell a movie. Nerds. It's the eighties; you have to have <laughs> nipples in your murder scene. Well, it's just well, great when movies try scene. to do that because they're like, consumerism is bad. Please buy a ticket to our movie. <laughs> you don't get to throw stones, pal. <laughs> uh, when we do get while they're watching the security footage, we see uh, that Ken Foree is training a new security guard, and we can see that it's. Uh, creepy guy Volker Volker. that's kind of how we're introduced to the fact that he was hired (laughs) the Peter Baldwin sees him and he's like Peter Peter sees him (laughs) Peter Baldwin (laughs) I wrote Baldwin in my notes until I learned his first name which took a while but Peter sees him like sees Volker and he's like where is he that's when Polly was like he's a Sam Goodies I'm like Sam Goodies fuck yeah Sam Goodies (laughs) oh man I miss paying $24 for CDs that I could get at other places for 16 Freaking, uh, what do they what do they call him? The, the mall cops. He sees this mall cop and he goes rent a cop to Mandy. This must be the guy you're talking about. He's got the same dangly earring. Yeah, this is yeah. fucking 1980s. No, that's the note I have. Is like Baldwin sees earring, instinctively knows it's the arsonist. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have like sarcastically dangly earring in the 80s. What? <laughs> must be the murderer. Yeah, like, I don't, and, and, you know, he's looking at him on this security footage, which is much better than security footage would have been in, anywhere Absolutely. in 1989. And I'm like, you could see that this is a white male. Yeah. That's probably about as much as you could see on that security footage. Oh my footage. god, this picture is horrendous. It's, well, because I oh, even no, made a comment. That's when, what we're getting to when he's taking the oh, picture of him, but yeah. He, like, does this zooming thing without even looking in the camera. Into yes. a mirror. Yeah, so... So Baldwin's trying to get a picture of Volker. That's like, we established that real quick. Yeah. Like he's in the same music store. He's right across from him. And he's like, yeah, he's using one of those. Um, the fisheye security yeah, mirror. The security mirrors. And he's, yeah, like you said, he's trying to focus. He's like turning the aperture and like doing you whatever. You have no idea what you're doing if no. you're not looking down exactly. that thing. <laughs> like the fuck? You can't go from like, oh, well, it's about like this. So let's. So it's the fuzziest picture in the yeah, world. Yeah, when he gets the picture later, it's, it's it looks like what security footage would look he would, like. He would have been better off taking a picture of the security screen. Yes. Well, like, there he is. Click. Exactly. <laughs> the guy still sees him trying to take the picture and chases him, so he should have just been oh, like, but he gave snap a, right in his face. But he gave a casual whistle walk away. Yeah. He gave a cartoon whistle walk away. You're gonna How do the, did he know it was him? Well, to the security guard, like you're not shoplifting. You know like, the you know the best way to avoid anybody suspecting you of anything is to walk away doing that whistle. Yep. That's how you look. Oh natch. <laughs> Everybody knows from everything that's ever been recorded on film that that means that you didn't do anything. But I'm I'm, just, I'm glad he does give chase because then we get to see Spider Cop. 
Yes. Oh yeah, he's chasing him around. Yeah, he's chasing he him. Chases him into, into the, the elevator, elevator, and he like closes it and starts going up. Come on, come this on, come dude on, come just on! Jumps and lands on top of this elevator. <laughs> and then, yeah, leans over the side and roars. Like <laughs> it's it's one of those glass elevators that's in the middle of the mall, and it goes up, and you can see the whole thing. So he's just on top of it, and just. <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I'm here for it. And then, A like, when Peter kind of gets away from him and then stops running because he doesn't see the guy. Which yeah. Horror movie 101, don't stop running. So it didn't happen, but he kept staring up the stairs, walking backwards slowly, and I kept thinking, he's right behind me, isn't he? Yeah. I was waiting for one of those moments, but yeah. it didn't come to me. No, the next but, best thing. But this goes along with his roar. He's This guy, Volker, comes up from like the top level of the mall and looks down at Peter when he's at the top of the stairs and just goes, apparently he said hey, but yeah. all I heard was, Rah! <laughs> And then Peter falls backwards down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, he uses his fucking psychic powers to shove Peter. Like, and he just tumbles down the stairs. What's that uh, Drew Barrymore fire star? Is it fire starter? Yeah. Oh, he's a pyrokinetic himself or whatever it's called. No, he's a telekinetic that's also a pyro. <laughs> oh, I misunderstood his, his part. Yes. Sorry. I can't start fires with my mind. I read people's minds. I light them on fire. Yes. Boring movie. So this scene has this scene has no place in here other than to like pay off the eyeball thing from twenty minutes ago. Yeah. But like Polly Shore gives uh so the the girls got their picture in the paper and they're all Front happy page, about it. Bitch. Yeah. And Polly Shore is like, This is for the pretty girl that got on the or he says the incredibly buxom young woman. And I'm like, Well, I mean, she's gorgeous. Maybe her shoulder pads fell to her chest <laughs> at this point. I was say I wouldn't call her incredibly buxom. No. For her body, I mean, they're, they're I'll tell you decent. what, man. She she made me miss looking at that upside down triangle logo of guest jeans on girls' butts. She has it a couple times, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. Let's get back let's to, to draw your attention. Let's, let's get back to it. So somehow, you have my attention with a butt. The great yes. part of this is like this is frozen yogurt, so it comes out of like a dispenser, like soft serve. Mm-hmm. So. Somehow he pours this ice cream from the dispenser. An entire eyeball comes out of this thing that's like a whipped cream canister size, without him knowing, without him noticing. And then she he gives it to her, and she walks away, and she sees the eyeball in her fucking frozen yogurt, and she's like, "Oh, Buzz, whatever," and like throws it away. <laughs> and there's still blood all over the yogurt, and she's just like, "No, no," because yeah. a little of the irony. <laughs> I, I, I'm gagging at this. Like, fuck, you're not eating blood, not noticing. Why am I tasting pennies? You also, fucking if, know what blood tastes like. Have you seen She's the like, movie Dead Alive? No, one of Peter Jackson's first movies. Oh man, there's his, his grandma or his mom turns into like this zombie creature, and her ear falls off into her like porridge while they're having guests over, Ugh. and she's just like eating her own ear, and there's just like goo coming out. It's disgusting and yeah. wonderful. At some point, Puss shoots into this Ooh. dude's like dessert, his custard, and he's just like, um, oh, well, there goes oh. custard. <laughs> I'm done with that. We're helping your diet. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Can you ruin like just like potato chips somehow for me? I it's no. one of those movies, and I haven't seen it in ages. I loved it, but it, you know, it was one of those I saw when I was younger, so maybe it doesn't hold up as well. But it's got like you watch it and you're like, hey, I, that looks like Lord of the Rings. Like he's got the early stuff. Actually, when I was watching Lord of the Rings, I was like. That shot's from Dead Alive. Yeah. That shot's from Meet the Feebles. It's where he sharpened his teeth. <laughs> but uh, so the the power ballad, I don't think we mentioned it earlier when he was creepily watching Melody, but there's this power ballad that plays, and I didn't, I couldn't figure out which one it was in the credits, but it's just this cheesy 80s, like, fucking it, it, wannabe poison. It belongs in, like, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yes. 
And it comes on. She she cha- picks a song on the jukebox, and that song comes on, and she's like shocked. <laughs> Whitney was like, uh, "You chose it." <laughs> yeah, it was like, but but she but, does say, "Yeah." It turns I just out, randomly pick some yeah, numbers and letters. It turns out, I mean, so so he just cho- changed every song to that song. <laughs> he replaced all the records with that one fucking record. He's like, I don't know what she's gonna pick, but these these guys who made this song are like, we went gold somehow. Like <laughs> <laughs> we sold at least thirty six records in one day. So yeah, it was her and Eric's song and she's crying about it to Peter and I'm sure he just loves hearing so much about Eric while he's trying to hook up with this girl. Yeah. I mean, the, the great their part first is date is about to come up and this is quite a first well, date. The great part what is at some date. point she's like talking about Eric. I don't know if it's during this date or whatever and she's like I love him so much. I loved him blah blah blah. And then later on when she's talking to Eric she's talking about Peter she's like I love him. I'm like just pick one. Yeah. Yeah. He, this has your favorite trope of people immediately falling in love. I, I put that down too. It's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, it's been a day and you've barely been together this whole day. Yeah. You know, really. But he does, he, she does start recounting, like, it, we get a flashback of her and uh, uh, Eric getting it on. You know, like they're, they're having good sexy oh, yeah. time. And then she's like, oh, sorry, should I go on? He's like, yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah, he's he's horny like, for this. He's like, I want to hear every he's, wet detail. Please yeah, go on. Please tell me more. Yeah, that, that's what's happening right now. Actually, it's when they're in the car, like talking to each other, because he's talking about how he went to the security company and described this guy, and they're like, Nope, never heard of him. We don't hire guys with receding hairlines, greasy hair, dangly earrings, and more than five o'clock shadow beards. It's just not in our criteria. We don't hire guys that look like criteria. security guards. <laughs> It's our carteria, guardteria. Oh, you fucked that one up, pal. Um, I do love though, like, so they never, so the, the security company doesn't know who he is. They didn't apparently didn't notice his name on his fucking shirt, which is how I learned his name was Volker. It's on yeah. his fucking shirt. Um, but later on in the movie, when she calls Peter, she's like, "Christopher's here." I'm like, who the what? fuck is Christopher? Who the fuck is Christopher? This is the one time the word Christopher is spoken in this entire film. And I'd like to like imagine there's a deleted scene that explained it, but I, we watched you know them. What? Oh, okay. There isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> She's telling Peter, "Oh, thank you so much for being such a good friend and investigating this stuff for me." And he's like, "Uh huh, friend." Bitch, I'm trying to get a little bit of action. Yeah, he she is... tried to put him in the friend zone. Yeah. He is trying to get it wet, and she's trying to put him in the friend zone, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, we'll see." And I think while this is going on, we get a. a bit of nostalgia drip besides it being the mall i think the shithead uh uh posner son finds this fishtail skateboard like santa cruz style skateboard with the loose trucks where you can like absolutely yeah yeah, it's right after he was harassing uh he so he harasses Susie. that's what i was pointing out earlier oh yeah yeah, yeah. for harassing Susie. i guess because she's tangentially related to Uh well also he's posner's son oh yeah that's fair that's a big one too but the the son is being like a piece of of shit kind of fucking rapey yeah. Oh, no. He's, hey, you gotta get it. You gotta get out of here. I gotta close up. Like, no, that's not happening. My dad I'm, owns this place. My dad owns this place. Yeah. My dad owns like a dealer shop and like a <laughs> mall. My dad owns the mall. My dad can oh, own you. What does he say? Oh no. This Posner comes in and interrupts and like tells him to leave, and he leaves. He's like, "Teenagers, what are you gonna do, right?" And she's like, "Yep, chip off the old block." So basically, <laughs> she's telling her boss, "Yeah, go fuck yourself." Yep. You're he's not shit. her boss. He owns the mall. She works for the store that's I think, in the mall. I get so. the feeling he's like this entire town's boss. Yeah, he's very important. Well, because he's—I mean, every time you see him, he's talking about money, making he's money. He's a developer. Yeah, he, he's a capitalist. Yes. He jumped on that money train. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's riding that. Justin's riding that little fucking 80s skateboard. It looks like something I had when I was eight. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's got like the big plastic thing on the Bright back side, wheels. and like uh, it's kind of like uh, fucking Michael J. Fox's skateboard a little bit. Oh, oh a little Back bit. to the Future, but yeah. it's like a smaller one. But I mean, this is what the skateboards were back then. The big yeah. giant fishtails. Santa Cruz is a big company that made skateboards in the '80s, and they made the giant fishtails. They got progressively smaller until what we know, which came much later in the '90s. Yeah, when it was more focused that, on doing tricks and yes. not just skateboarding. This well, was tricks like, back then was a lot of flat landing. What he's yeah. doing in this movie. Um, like just like kind of standing, spinning, and walking the skateboard yeah. were much bigger deals. Yeah. We hadn't figured out quite how to ollie. Well, this was this was. I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't know really? when was the whole Dogtown thing and stuff. That's like late seventies, right? Dogtown the Z-Boys, Yeah, they're basically trying to like surf on the land. That and was that's their exactly idea. what so that it looks is. Looks like a surfboard esque. Mm-hmm. Their, their their tricks are like putting your hand down and making a sharp one eighty. Which you know, if you're a pioneer, that's hard to do. Yeah. Now you look at it and like, yeah, we all do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> just just call Tony Hawk. <laughs> If I could call Tony Hawk, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, while he's skateboarding, one of my favorite kills, just because, I mean, it's it's tedious, whatever, but it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, Eric throws a lasso. Apparently he's been practicing his cowboy skills too. What else do you do when you live in giant vents of a fucking mall? <laughs> he makes a, a lasso and throws it around fucking Justin's neck and just pulls it and like, Somehow this rope is very thick, so I don't know how this works. Don't really care. It's a half inch thick. He like, but he like gets it into the like escalator system, so like it, that wouldn't go into the little grate. Oh, thing. you're jamming that movie up. magic is all I have to say. <laughs> the kids back on the escalator again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking re- remember what used to take your shoelaces. Oh my god, yeah. there's a kid stuck in the escalator. That's from, sorry, I love. That oh, sequence. I know it's from Allrats. <laughs> I love that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> the kid is back on the escalator. Uh, by the way, just a quick side note, that leads to probably my favorite Stan Lee, ca- Stan Lee cameo in any movie. Your friend's oh, obsessed was... with superhero penises. <laughs> no, no. No. Th- that's a great, that that one's great because that was like his first cameo. But I mean, it leads to a good one in the Marvel movie. Oh, so he's reading Captain the Marvel. script. Yeah, which takes place in the 90s and he's reading the script and he's trying to, he's, he's like practicing his line. He's like, uh, whatever, true believer. And like repeating it in the thing, dude. I fucking died now that is to me undoubtedly the best cameo from stanley in the marvel movies yeah i mean he's that one, a lot of I, I like the one from guardians of the galaxy where it turns out he was a watcher and he's like and, that, and then that time i was a mailman yeah. or whatever but like there i want to say there was a clip i saw where jason lee was like this was a father-son moment for me and i actually felt like he was my real dad <laughs> when he, at the Mulrats fucking scene right oh, there speaking of skateboarders jason yeah. lee yeah oh god yeah Okay, anyway, so, so yeah, yeah so, rope gets fed through the escalator. Yeah, and it pulls him, it, it slowly drags, I mean, the speed of an escalator, it drags <laughs> Justin up the escalator, and when it gets to the top, I was really hoping his head would pop off, but it just kind of cracks his neck, and he's yeah. just like, blood coming out of his mouth and stuff. It's pretty sweet, especially because that guy's a fucking tool. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does take the head off. No, that's oh, the, that's the, no, that's Volker's that's, head. That was Volker's head. Oh, yeah. I thought that was okay. I thought no, it was, dummy was so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's a terrible dummy head, yeah. but it, it's Volker's head because it's right after that. Because um, I was like, is that supposed to be his head? Oh, and then because I was like, there's like a receding line. Yeah, it still has the 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 beard, but it was like they just kind of like rubbed some ash on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> coffee grounds. Yes. Um. So she's recounting the story. Mel is recounting the story of the fire to Peter. He's like. Hey, I know you were there and I was there. But why don't you tell me the story again? Do you know what I loved about this? It's it's a good it's a fun thing in movies where like they're making out yada yada 
And he goes, do you smell something? And he opens the door to the entire house being engulfed in flames. Like I could, if, if somebody lit a match at the other side of your house right now, I'd probably smell it. <laughs> I don't know. Let alone yeah. a so, giant a fucking bonfire. <laughs> Dude, and this house went up in moments. Moments. Because like, it, he walks in and it's all the things that apparently he did every day. It's like, here's some more orchids. Let me put on our song. We're going to make out on our, on my bed. And then, yeah, immediately. Do you smell something? Oh, no. We're just in hell. Yeah. Instantly. <laughs> Who it's knows like these... how long they were laying on top of each other making out? Well, it but it's like, these, like 10 seconds. it's like these movies where you're like, is that a boat? Like the boat sneaks up on you in a vast ocean of nothingness. <laughs> like all of a sudden you look up like, oh, we're fucked. That boat's 50 yards away. The where were you miles ago? <laughs> um, they do mention that this is where they mention that the, the neighbors or the, the developers had condemned all the other houses in the neighborhood and they were leaving notes on their house, but they were like, fuck it. We're not moving. Which, fuck you. How do you do that? How do you just yeah. like, like your house sucks, dude. Get out. See, in my head, I'm sitting here going, well, they would have to like, they could come along. I mean, it happens all the time where the big developers like try to buy people out, especially it's a thing we saw in like when you watch older movies from we like the here. Dust Bowl and stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, look at fucking uh, Broadway. Broadway. They demolished all those houses Absolutely. to make it wider. But I feel like they go in and they have to buy it from you for yeah. some they kind of value. They can't kick you out if you own that property. But you, you have to be it. compensated. Hence the it. shack that's under the fucking Tinkerbell Bridge right there. <laughs> yeah, that fucking random weird shack that you want to. Oh God, have I want to open a bar there. I mean that it's got you got to call that bar like the under bitters. the bridge the bitters or the the, troll? the, the, the fuck you troll house troll right? house People, the fucking zoning committee is like okay you got to do all these renovations on it and I'm like no no I want it like this yeah <laughs> as is or nothing <laughs> so anyway yeah we see that's where we see his both both Arizona pendants on the wall and I'm like yes. apparently you don't know how Arizona sports politics works <laughs> these pendants <laughs> be fighting each other yes because nobody from Tucson is gonna be like yeah well actually I no I do know some people. Yeah. That are people who went to Bowers. ASU though <laughs> I don't give any shits about any sport and I just from growing up in Tucson if somebody will be like Sun Devils I'll be like yeah, fuck you I'm sorry I it's didn't mean just, it. <laughs> it's, it's is it, not? Is it, not? it is. You, no, it is. I've never, I, I never went to college. Spoiler alert. So I don't have an alma mater. I don't have a dog in this fight. But still, also, it's yeah, it's ingrained. It's, like it's, fuck ASU because literally. we don't live in Phoenix. Like yeah. that's it. I mean, I went to the other school in Arizona, and you know, we you don't you're not you don't walk. Are around you being a lumberjack? Proud. Yeah. Oh, f- do be be proud of that. Yeah, I could I, be proud I'd of being be a lumberjack, not those lumberjacks. Oh, I'd be proud of that, buddy. <laughs> I mean, there are uh, one of the out of the two. schools in Arizona. Arizona, it's the least rapey. Two, Are you sure? Uh, yep. Two. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then. I made sure of it. There's like these. There's these big. Uh, there's these big like Paul Bunyan statues that some artists made a long time ago, and there's like I want to say like five or nine of them or something that are floating around the country. Two of them are in Flagstaff. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Let's get them all. <laughs> Gotta get them all. It's like the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> if you get all the lumberjacks, they just merge and come Fine. to life. <laughs> I'll do it myself. <laughs> Paul Bunyan and his fucking ox blue babe. are real. Yes. Blue, babe, babe, the big blue ox. Babe, yeah. Okay, that's why I said blue. Yeah. It is the blue ox, but You're my babe. ox, blue. <laughs> You're my boy, babe. <laughs> so, yeah. So, That'll Eric, do, Eric helped. That'll do. <laughs> Eric helped uh, uh, Mel get out of the window. Like, So she's dangling from this roof while he's like, oh, maybe I can help you up. She ends up falling on her own. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, j- just jump out. Jump out yeah, the window. And one of those fucking big You're lots. You're a gymnast. Fucking somersault your way and roll it out. One of those big lots fucking suit or bookcases right behind you falls on him and stops him. Yeah. And it's empty. 
I could beat this thing up right now. You, you, you really could. could get that thing off of you with the games in it. <laughs> <laughs> like it falls on him and he's just like, Meh. and I don't lift 10 pound weights all day. <laughs> well, he didn't back then. He just did, uh, you know, floor routines. And oh, stuff. okay. Yeah. Color guard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she looks up and she sees uh, Volker and I guess he was like, Maybe gonna dump gas on her or something, but then the yeah, cops started like, coming. It was em- it looked like it was empty. Like he like got mad at his canister or his matchbook. He had no, performance he issues. Like, <laughs> no, so in her like flashback dreams, he's like actually splashing her. But at this scene, like he cannot strike the match. Like so, he dumped gasoline on her, but he can't. I think like, in the nightmare, the he's dumping gas on her. She's reliving yeah. that with some PTSD. Okay. My guess. My guess. I think that maybe was like a segue also into the scene where he was dumping gas on the security guard that he was burning. So mm-hmm. it was like she's seeing this, and then it. It was a into, bit of fun with the cinematography, matter. wasn't it? Peter figures out for the second time in this movie that Volker is the arsonist. He's like, wait. Maybe Whoa. it was him, and da da da. And then she goes, "Maybe Eric's not really dead." And he goes, "Maybe let's dig up his grave and First find out." Date is digging up your fucking ex boyfriend. Oh my god! Also, Jesus your boyfriend died Christ. in a fucking fire. There's got not going to be a body. Well, they would bury the skeleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you get. Oh, I mean, yeah. you see him get blown. It's up a special later fire that burnt. I have this Fair. conversation a lot. With the people I watch movies with, it takes a special temperature of fire to burn bones. Four hundred, like crematoriums, like yeah. you, it's a very unique thing. A fire would uh. still have bones, yeah. yeah, without accelerants. Well, he's got accelerants though. Yeah, so, exactly. But there has to be like a Kelvin, I think. To I don't know anything about fire. Bones. I, guess, I just yeah. know that jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. The I don't know me. anything about fire. <laughs> he is not an arsonist. Lesson one, dude: fire bad. Fire bad. I learned that from um, Young Peter Frankenstein. Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Putting on the roots. Oh, I went fire marshal. Oh, like, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> so Volker, they're, they're like, we're going to go dig up my ex-boyfriend. Let's do it. And then Volker just Bring shows up. Bring some orchids. <laughs> Volker shows up and pulls Peter out of the fucking station wagon. And uh, Mel gets out. I did write a note, the sweet station wagon. This is oh, a wood paneled glory. Woody. Family truckster All style. We're talking uh, National Lampoon's vacation. Family truckster. Yeah. 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 Wood paneling and, and you know all. what? Should have rolled them up. Yep. So <laughs> It's okay. He has the world's strongest camera coming up. Yeah, he does. Uh, so yeah, the guy, the Volker, Volker like shoves peter down and he's pulling mel out he's like hey you remember me we've been friends for a long time and it's like don't admit to this yeah <laughs> remember that time i burnt your boyfriend alive give her a quarter on you no i'll bring my own <laughs> i actually wrote it out and typed it and signed it so you can just have this turn it in <laughs> they get away from volker by peter flashing him yep uh, that's what i wrote camera flash <laughs> that was that's a, a white ass dick <laughs> Yeah, he flashes the the camera flash in his eyes, which I don't know. I mean, you gotta like crank the little thing, and on those old cameras, you had to like push a button for the flash thing to like power up and a beep, you know, fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Come on, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that's, you're that's doing the Iron Man message. repulsor fucking noise. <laughs> You know what? I'm not good at noises. No, you are. We Just need the a, wrong ones. You know what we need in here? We Soundboard. Need, uh, no, that guy, uh, Michael Winslow. Yes. 
I kept thinking Michael Rooker, and I was like, nope, that's not <laughs> nope, we don't that's need, We Give don't him. need him. <laughs> Speaking of Mallrats, yes. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Both those came up. <laughs> <laughs> they they jump back into the station wagon, they drive away, and Volker starts chasing him. And he it's calls, kind of shitty chasing. Like, you know, not, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's not a great, It's not. there's not a bunch of big action or anything, but we're talking like, they're driving cars, real cars, through a real parking lot with real cars in it. I'll and give you real that. people. I'll give you that. I mean, they're stuntmen, obviously, but like, and oh. like, obviously, it's not a great one. They couldn't hire like good stunt drivers or anything. I guess what I meant by it is it's the worst cars to have in a chase yeah. scene. No, I mean, yeah, you have a station wagon running from a Pinto. <laughs> I'd rather see, I'd rather see a semi chase a shore bus. There is also <laughs> I think that's a Transformers thing. Zero CG in this movie, and I am uh, yes. a thousand I mean, percent. Obviously, I mean, I would say obviously, but then you know, nineteen eighty nine, we were already starting so. dabbling, dabbling yeah. with it. But yeah. no, they did not want to fuck with any of that. They're like, no, let's burn this ball. Let's I'll tip my, I'll tip my down. hat to this movie for that alone. If I, if I, if I didn't like this movie, which I do. I'm going to tip my cap to him for just keeping it practical. Because one of the things that Derek even pointed out was this house that's on fire. It's an, a house that actually is meant to be on fire. Like, yeah. it, it's like can, a, yeah. When they pan up, they they don't cut it soon enough because you can uh, see the like... up? I guess. I don't fucking... <laughs> I didn't go to college Panning for this. is only left to right. Okay, whatever. Not they, all of us are lumberjacks. Tilting, but they're on a jib, which is like this, but with okay, a camera. Okay, whatever. They go up, and you can see... You're here to learn! ...the flames coming out of the poles. Like, hey. this This building is meant to go up. Yeah, like, there's, like little, there's like little... You can use. see there's like little... Uh, like. Uh, Railing, uh, crevices, pipes. kind of like little like pipe things, little openings in front of the house where fire comes out. Oh, okay. So it's like a house yeah. that's on a lot that's meant to be like it's on fire. I that's appreciate why it. it. Just pans yeah. on this. I bring this back, please. Ah, too expensive. Um, it's not. I will but... say, it looks like it. Uh, movie costs two million, two to three million dollars. I'm seeing it both of those. Made on here. three okay. is what I saw. Okay, maybe that's where the three million is coming from. And then this says. Uh, butchered to meet a, uh, the, the result of the script being butchered to meet a two million dollar budget. So, oh, hmm. well, but, I still bring that shit back. Because... Yeah. So when they're doing the car chase, they're they're driving through the the parking oh, yeah, lot. Yeah, there's a movie here. They're whipping around. Uh, you know, the station wagon crashes into Ken Foree's car because Volker calls him to like come and help. Uh, he doesn't really do anything. He just drives his car in front of the station wagon and gets yeah. crashed into. Uh, I do love when he whips the station wagon around and leaves, and he he drives through a group of people. That are coming out of the mall, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" <laughs> and like he drives through, fucking Volker comes down the other way and just fucking tail whips this car right into a dude. <laughs> it's a good stunt. Awesome. It's oh a God, good it's stunt. Beautiful. I was watching it actually, going, "I hope that was a stunt." Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I don't remember where I heard this, but it's like when stuntmen get injured doing a stunt, they really like when you keep it in because it means you got hurt for you didn't get hurt for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you got like, hurt for it, a they, they, I mean, Like if that's the best take, and I ended up breaking. My my arm please keep it in in For most reals. cases that would probably be the best take yep. too because it would look the most real yep. being that it was but it's it's refreshing that i learned that the stuntmen are the ones that are like hey you please keep it in for the most part at least from the majority of it yeah don't hurt my soul so <laughs> eric like jumps off this thing onto Vol- the, the roof of volker's car and like he's trying to like when i don't he know jumps he's punching the top it? of the car that's what, what, what would you do when he jumps onto it there's clearly no windshield in there because yeah, when he jumps on car. he latches his hands inside i mean the it has that little field. like lip that cars used to have but no, he but couldn't latch his, onto it yeah his no hands go into the in glass it. like no but way. it's a stunt car like it's you know stunt car <laughs> stunt car uh this is not this is not uh meant to be seen in high definition no no so <laughs> 
And he dives off, like, he's punching the car, like, not doing anything. It's distracting Volker, I guess. And, like, he rolls off the car right before Volker hits this thing and, like, jumps over some cars. I think he jumps two cars (laughs) and then crashes into the third one. And, like, the car flips over and he crawls out. And there's fire, again, just along the edge of the car. Like, they just dumped some lighter fluid on it. Tire wheel to tire wheel. go. And the, the car is just slightly burning. Gives him just enough time to crawl out and walk to a safe distance, and the car explodes. And then for some reason, the other car ten feet away also explodes. <laughs> it's a good three long seconds in between the two explosions, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I no, am. I mean you're blowing up real cars, and I always love that. We yep. will never deny real blowups. Bring that shit back. But now a weird choice. She goes to work. Well, they're digging up yeah. the grave. No, this is where they finally go and dig up the oh, grave. Oh, okay. I thought they dug up the grave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get away from They're like, well, he's he, he's not chasing us anymore. Let's go ahead and dig this grave up. I'm not. And the, and Peter digs a perfect rectangle. Yeah. I, I love this. I love this in movies. I'm like, I man, this guy with a shovel. In movies. Oh, I, I don't actually enjoy it, but I just look and I go, <laughs> perfect rectangle. Yeah, and Fuck he also you. digs waist deep and finds yeah. the coffin. I'm like, oh, so they went budget on this one, huh? <laughs> oh, you can afford a three-footer, huh? <laughs> I don't like him that much. Dig a six foot hole by hand, like to get down to this dude. You'd be, it'd be like that. It'd be like in any I mean, horror movie where there's like rain and he's digging. The parents the sun's are coming. The up parents still. are dead, so whoever's burying this body is like the 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 bank or like yeah. somebody who who buries bodies when they have I mean, no one left. Nobody. I'm asking for a friend. No, because like there would not be a headstone. Nobody's gonna put a headstone yeah. for somebody. Yeah, I was gonna say unless the parents already, the parents might have had their headstones picked. The parents out, were but, in the fire. I mean, it was the gr- 80s. But I mean, they might have already. I'm saying like they might have had stuff picked out, but that gotcha. would be for themselves, my parents not for their kids. Because I gotta imagine it's hard my to parents, fake a yeah, death. My parents have all their stuff. Like when out. they open to an empty casket, I'm just like, man, who, who, how did you do this? How did you, the Phantom of the Mall? Get the whole city to go along with you being dead. And like, hey, just do me a favor. Bury this fake casket. No one's going to give a shit. And the coroner is like not pronouncing you dead. Yeah. You, you yeah. have the worst coroner. In the That's city. the first problem. This is your first problem. It's like the coroner knows you're not dead. The worst coroner in the tri-county area that he's from or whatever. Like He's like, oh, like this guy's dead. No, yeah, no. no, he's dead. I said Maybe what I said. they're saying this. Maybe this is where they're like, you know what? Let's just give this whole family plots and we'll just bury empty caskets because you know this house burned and now we're gonna build a mall on top maybe posner did it you know what maybe posner paid for all of that shit told you guys i just watched doom asylum this is one of the other movies this guy made it was only same, three feet deep so same thing at the beginning though this character one of the, the the main character who ends up being the killer supposedly dies and then doesn't and comes back but they do have a scene with like a coroner and he's like trying to do stuff and there's like this trainee coroner guy and he's like um, that guy's still alive because his hand's like moving and he's like ah it's just rigor mortis it's a, it's a nerve effect it just happens whatever and the guy like opens his eyes and he's like yeah he's not alive and he's like <laughs> cutting into him and shit and then he like sits up and he's like oh uh, Mr. So and so sorry I thought you were dead kind of thing I'm like is this the same coroner <laughs> I, honestly did, I honestly didn't check your pulse uh, vitals nothing I looked at you and thought yeah you're dead he was on that you know episode of Quantum Leap <laughs> you know that episode you know that one with the coroner yeah I know I was being an asshole okay I was you, like I you know said that you episode know and was... so anyways yeah they dig it up the casket's empty bum 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 <gasps> wait a second does that mean it's Eric that's been running around the mall this whole time? Wait, do you Which think he, Eric's alive? I mean, he, we thought he was alive, but he's really alive. He's oh, getting his revenge? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go smoke some weed. Oh, man. I can really use a Scooby snack. Or a fucking joint. <laughs> or a foot-long fucking Oh, sub. you know what? 
they were the original ones that were just running around eating edibles all day. Yes, Hell they yeah. were. Like brownies were a thing, but these guys were just like, no, I don't smoke, Scoob. It hurts my lungs. That's where this <laughs> voice is from. I smoke too much, Scoob. <laughs> I hit the six footer ball. So I just eat these doobie snacks. Uh, Scooby snacks. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> So yeah, uh, just something comes to nothing. But Posner basically is telling Volker like, "You got to get rid of that earring. That's how everybody's finding you." Yeah, and he like reaches to take it off, and he's like, "Nobody fucking takes this shit off." He like, slaps his hand away. He's like, "Over my dead body." Yeah, over my dead body. There's and, like, some backstory. This kid is like an orphan from a, a Catholic, like a Catholic <laughs> orphan, and he's got a pendant of Saint Christopher, and it's the only thing he has to remember the orphan, the orphanage he burnt down to get away from this, and then became a hired assassin. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Flash forward, uh, the the home for Robins. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the original ones from the home for Wayward Robins or whatever. Well, if they would have had him, they would have burnt that school down like they were supposed to. <laughs> Fuck. You'll get that joke if you want, uh, listen to Death Note. Yes, previous episode, Death Note. Find it. Fuck around and find out. Fuck it. Uh, so we we have another, it's clearly a, a dream again, a sex dream with... Oh, her uh, nightmares are so horny. Dude. Oh my God. This they always start with fucking. Wanting. Yep. And this one, she's having this crazy gangbang with one guy. Because <laughs> it starts with her having sex with Eric. Eric. Yep. And then he like transforms into Peter. Coming up from coming down. But then he like lays, like puts his face down on her and she like has her hands on his head. So yeah. it's like Eric's mullet from the back. It's like a fluffy feathered mullet. Oh. But then when he sits up, it's, it's Volker. It's a greasy mullet. Yeah, it's a greasy mullet. And it's Volker. Like, still and a mullet. She screams and wakes up and she's sweating and she's still under a fucking two foot thick comforter. Stop sleeping under the comforter if it's that hot. <laughs> if you're going to wake up moist, give you some airflow. Take off your fucking flannel pajama set. I think in this one she was just wearing like a t-shirt. Nope, but... still flannel. <laughs> I looked. I do I have I do have a note. She's here. on PJ Patrol. I do have a I note am. here that Eric is now creeping around the basement and he plants C four without arming it, but he does come back to arm it. So it I'll does to... <laughs> it does come back. But like it's this long scene of him like twisting a pipe and like just touching stuff, and then all they do is show him sliding two blocks of C four in. I'm like, first of all, you didn't buy C four or steal C four at the Ruffus, not at the Ruffus or whatever it's called, the Rouge House. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be the Rough House, but as you pointed out, it's missing just, an H. It's either rough. O-U-S-E. <laughs> Ruffles. It's Ruffles. Or it's the Rogue House. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. It's dumb. It's the <laughs> Rogue House. I get it. Someone's <laughs> trying to be clever, but you didn't nail it. Yeah, well, that's why that mall store went out of business. That's why? Yeah. Ruffles. Okay. That specific mall store. I mean, also oh, okay. because it got it's blown like, up. I was like, this mall went out of business first when someone gets killed. A bunch of people get killed in it. <laughs> Even if you can recover from that, it get blows up. <laughs> this wall went out of business after this gets blown up here. It went out of business after the robot security guards destroyed it. It went out of business after Arnold Schwarzenegger killed a dude in there. <laughs> I still I still think this is supposed to be like the Mall of America. I don't remember when the Mall of America um went well, it's up. Not, but it's not that But big. that's this a five like... story mall that put Minneapolis. Oh, but the Vandal song will let you know this has at most four stories. Four stories, true. Yeah. yeah. But I I Plus, was just I mean like... we don't have them here really. I mean, the, the mall we have with yeah, the one we have that has more Tucson than one mall. story is the Tucson Mall with two stories. 
but in like the Midwest and stuff where like you know the eighties can't go outside. Middle class had the eighties. Eighties had middle class money, so yeah. these people got like you had the three, four, five story tall malls. Also, it's Tucson. Why would you build up when you have all kinds of out? Yeah, you you can build out. In yeah, you Tucson. can build this giant mall, take up a bunch of land, and then when it goes out of business, you've just got hundreds of acres, thousands of acres Did taken you know? up well, by it's an empty not building. Go out of business ever. No oh. malls. Malls will forever be around. <laughs> so Mel is at. Uh, what's it called? Sleuths? Sleuths. She's at yeah. the bar. Because, you know, you have to just go back like nothing's going on. Yeah. You have to there pretend are like everything's no okay. cops in this movie. No. no. You should have called the cop, uh, the cops when you got raped, or I'm sorry, when you almost got raped, but you got picked up by Morgan Fairchild. You, you, you yeah, called the mayor. I'll drop you off, and then you just the cops will want to talk to you. No, you fucking call the cops. And now they're trying to avoid any negative press for the mall. But now you got you and your okay. So now there's Morgan Fairchild's not in this part of it. You and your new boyfriend just got held at gunpoint, (laughs) and you're like, you know what, dude? Just play it cool. Let's go back to work. Hey, it's okay. I found out my boyfriend's a zombie or something. It's fine. Oh man. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But also, are you gonna call the cops when you have it in with the mayor? Like she's got yes. mayor on speed dial. There are eight times in this movie you should call the cops. Minimum. <laughs> uh, minimum. Digging up your boyfriend's grave. Somebody should have called the cops on you. Yeah. Where and the fuck is comes the guy out that lives empty? there? The caretaker. <laughs> yeah. Like. Um. So Volker is sitting in the bar, just smoking and staring at fucking Mel, and it's just weird to see. I know it's the eighties. It's just weird to see someone just chilling inside, just chain smoking yeah. he doesn't even have a beer in front of him he's not even pretending to be a customer <laughs> he's just wearing like this i think no, it's like he, a has a, he has a glass in front of him he's got a drink with him Does he's he? sitting at the table and he's, got he's a not drink. paying attention to it he's got a little a little rocks glass and he's just like a little shot but this is where she calls peter and she's like i saw christopher <laughs> yeah and then he attacks Who's her <laughs> he attacks her in the hallway and we get like a, an extended fight question mark so he's like trying to force her and he takes her into this room and he's trying to throw this chick into the trash compactor Mm -hmm. it's not as i i also wrote baylor i know you guys both said baylor it's not cardboard though it's trash so it's a full-on trash compactor he's trying to huck her into there uh eric's been watching messy death (laughs) i'm here for it uh well it would have been great so i did mention uh, one episode i think it was last one maybe that i yes it was that i made a couple of like short fake movie things you know when i was trying to be a film person um, I made one about a guy who works at a grocery store and murders customers. Weird. Huh. Um, check it out. It's it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> you write what you know, huh? It's called The Clerk. Maybe I'll link it on our YouTube page. Who knows? But <laughs> it's uh, there was a scene I wanted to do, and I could, ended up not being able to do it, where somebody gets thrown in a bailer. And what I was going to do was put someone in the bailer, and like you know, we have the thing make cut low angle, so you have the thing moving down. You know, but there's no person in there, obviously. And then when the thing goes down, I was just gonna pour a bunch of the fake corn syrup blood I made into the bottom of the baler, so it all just ran out. That would've been great. Yeah, super gushy. Yeah. Um, but I made this movie for as low a budget as I could because I worked in a grocery store, yeah. and I couldn't afford that much corn syrup to make it look good. Couldn't afford groceries. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I worked in a natural food store. You can't afford to shop there. People are like, have you eaten this? I'm like. <laughs> You think I shot here? You tell me how it tastes, pal. <laughs> I actually did say that to somebody when I worked there. Yeah, I told people all the time. I was like, <laughs> I was no, like, I work here. I can't, I can't afford, afford to shop to here. here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one that I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But anyway, so he's trying to throw her in there. And Eric comes out and fucking Van Damme kicks this dude right oh, in the fucking head. Or, or maybe more of a Swayze because it's definitely a roundhouse. It's yeah, a roundhouse, it is a roundhouse. Which is what he does in Roadhouse. A roundhouse full, from a Roadhouse. Full, a full roundhouse because he goes opposite. So he gets that full swing around yeah kicks the shit out of him and they have this like 
extended fight scene that's decent. got some decent moments and some really boring moments. Somebody wanted a fight scene here. Yeah. yeah. Somebody and, wanted a real balls out knock em, knock around fight scene. And I'm wondering if this kid uh, that plays Eric is like a stuntman because like his picture on IMDb was from this movie and it was like a shot from the movie. And like he was in a couple things but not much. And like so I'm just wondering if it was like he's a stuntman and they just had him play this character because all he really has to do is stunts. I mean, watch this alternate uh beginning and he's doing the rings on yeah. his own and like all hold, and so hold he could have been up. the guy from Jim Kata, is what you're saying. Ooh, yeah. Yes. He could be Yim Kata. <laughs> uh my name is Jim. Jim Kata. Um but there's like there's some there's some martial arts of some sort, karate, I don't know. I believe uh, it's called Jim Kata. <laughs> And uh, fucking Volker grabs an axe and like swings at him, and he just grabs the axe in front of his face. Very like you've seen this move. You've seen this move before, usually with a samurai sword. But this is like a fucking axe, just clap. Fire axe just stops it. (laughs) Don't worry, I've been lifting all these ten pound weights. I got this paid off. Ten pounds paid (laughs) off, dude. Volker is holding Eric down and hits the trash compactor thing, and he's like, "Oh, his head's gonna get crushed." Eric, Eric grabs the trash compactor thing and you hear him pushing against it. It's good sound design. He's pushing it and you can hear the motor whining. It's like... You know he's pushing it up. And he's pushing it up. That thing like, pushes down at like a thousand pounds, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the thing's made to crush... I mean, maybe a trash compactor has less pressure than like a baler because the baler is crushing boxes that people don't break down, you know? But even but using way, that physics, like, now he switches because he doesn't get... Spoiler, he doesn't get killed by this thing. Oh, what? And he gives you the flip for real and now we got Vol. Volker yeah. in the uh, uh, the vulnerable position. Yeah. He's and trying to hit he's the He's very vulnerable. He keeps hitting start. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just one button up, dude. There's two buttons to this thing. You're hitting one of them. And it's Maybe not working. Maybe the more times you push start, the faster it goes. Like, it's the, the more power it <laughs> just gets. Just like when you're trying to cross the street and you see people just pushing the fucking crosswalk button. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so the thing comes down and crushes his neck and like... I mean, Eric does not get his arm out in time, but he does. It's kind of the worst <laughs> death in the movie. Yeah, it pops off his head. No, I mean, which is fun, but it looks, it's a terrible dummy head. It gives you just a little squirt. Yeah, his neck does. That's the best part is that they show the stump and it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do love. So, again, I started watching the behind the scenes thing and they, they interviewed um, whatever his name is. Something Cummins, the guy that played Volker. Cummins. Um. <laughs> And at the very beginning, he goes, is this the one where I got stabbed in the eye with a fork or I got my I got decapitated? No, no, no. This is just the one where I got decapitated. And I was like, I don't know what that other movie is. I'm, I'm, finding, that. Find I'm yeah. finding that. I need the fork Believe in the that. eye. So Peter now gets back to the mall and he's he finds Susie or Suze and he's looking for Mel. I guess they're all hanging out at the, the bar because I guess all the other shops are closed. The bar stays open late. There's <laughs> it's a got back a, entrance. It's got a night, a, a dance club, like <laughs> right in between all these people eating dinner at tables. So so Posner is in the office with uh, the with Ken Furry and he's like getting ready for this party and he's like, hey, make sure you guys are like in disguise or whatever. No, he says be... Be subtle. No, he says don't... Be no, be less, be less conspicuous. Yeah, be less yeah. conspicuous. I don't want people to see. Oh, you. So yeah. it's a fancy way of seeing being. Yeah, yeah. being. Conspicuous. Well, but it, that, that doesn't really matter. The only reason I wrote this down because I wasn't even going to talk about this scene. But then we get he goes to get his like suit jacket. Oh yeah, and he pulls his jacket off the coat rack, and fucking Volker's head is on the coat rack. Which, which where then, was the time for him to put it on there? Yeah, when did he get it there? Also, 
how did you not see that your jacket was hanging on a head and not the fucking <laughs> coat rack? That's like, it would be like a point in your jacket. You know, it's just like well, this, that looks mm. different today. <laughs> I guess the guy is just so self-involved. He's not paying any attention. There you right? go. No, I thought it was his son. And I was like, man, there is zero reaction to again. Zero reaction well, you know to what? a dead head. If that was my kid. I'd be like, oh. He just starts crying out of joy. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell his mom. Can't wait to collect that life insurance. Shit's out of my fucking life. He's going to bury his son in a three-foot grave. Oh. You think he's going to bury his son? Is he going to bury his son? He's just going to drive through the woods with his son in the passenger seat and just reach over and open the door and shove him out. (laughs) There you go. Let nature have ya. You know he's got a button that just opens the door. Oh, speaking of that accent, if they are up in like the Midwest, like she said, maybe he'll just fart go him and just run oh, to a wood chipper oh yes please i love that scene i've always wanted to put someone in a wood chipper well we're learning a lot today aren't we <laughs> I've, I've driven behind well i gotta go <laughs> i've driven behind like somebody that had a wood chipper on a trailer and their base paint was red and then they painted it something else so now, whenever they feed it into it it's just got red underneath Oh, that's like where cool. the chips are cutting off. Of it. Yes. I was, I was like, like, you know what? Paint your wood chipper red because it'll hide the stains. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Is that blood stain? No, that's how I designed it. <laughs> so um, Mel now finds Eric's lair, and he's not paying. Somehow he doesn't have cameras leading into his lair. He, he's tapped in all the other cameras, and he's set up his own security mm-hmm. cameras, but he doesn't have any that's leading into his place. Because you have to get through it through a sewer. So, but yeah, but he could have put the camera. He's got power. Nobody's going through sewers. This dude is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's doing layers By the all way, wrong is he, what it is. He mentions somewhere like in a, a little bit here, like oh, I think it might be during this scene, it's, but it's right here. He's like, yeah. oh, I told you about how I had a secret place under my house, and I'm like, your basement? Oh, he called it a special place, pal. <laughs> he 100 percent called. I told you I had a special place. <laughs> is this like the black room from the cabin in the woods? That's like where his dad used to bring him to like molest him and murder people. I was thinking more like special Footloose place. where he just goes to dance it off, you know, in an abandoned <laughs> factory. I don't know. It's just weird to have like Footloose. a Footloose. <laughs> it's just weird that he has like his, he could just get into the sewers. Cause like it, you, you think basement, but he goes through a manhole. So it's like a sewer. So even before his house burnt down, when he was quote normal, uh-huh. he would hang out in the sewer to like practice Jim Cotta. Yeah. Because you know, he was a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> hey, this just in, if you're hanging out in sewers, you're not normal. I don't care if it's pre or post fire. I, I used fucking to hang out in washes. Me yeah. and my girlfriend Gigi. Well, that's Tucson. That's Tucson. That, <laughs> is, have... that is specifically Tucson hanging out in a fucking wash. You know what I didn't do when we were hanging out in washes? I didn't do a whole lot of going into those tunnels. Yep. So he like reveals his face. He takes off his Phantom of the Mannequin mask here. And like, you know, she's surprisingly not... That grossed out right out of the gate, but her face does drop, and and also like I think she, I think she said it by this point, or it's coming up. Doesn't matter. Uh, I always knew you were alive, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you did nothing about it. Like I always, I knew always you were knew alive. as of about an hour ago that you were. Alive. Like, if you did know I was always alive, why did you do nothing about it? She tried, but everybody kept shutting her down and telling oh, her she was going. crazy. Did you check the sewers? you got to check this man's happy place. She didn't place. know where his special place was. Is this minutes after they dug up the grave, or is this the next night? Like, she th- just discovered that he's alive. I think by it's the, the next night. I always knew. <laughs> the timeline on this is really shoddy. Yeah, because, like, they, because they, they get their there's first the car paycheck. chase. There's the car chase, and they go to the dig up the grave immediately afterwards, and then they're just at this party. 
Yeah, when she's going to dig up the when she's going to dig up the grave, she has a special date with Peter, and she already has her first <laughs> paycheck. I'm sorry, you had to wait three fucking weeks in the '80s for your first paycheck. <laughs> Not at this mall. At least two weeks because it's it's you have the first Everything pay period was two and then weeks. the next pay yeah. period. Yeah. Now like, this mall wants you to spend, spend, spend. Here's your paycheck. <laughs> put it back in the system. Yeah. Uh, you, dumb you, get your, you get your paycheck in the form of a mall gift card. <laughs> Can so, only be spent at the food court. Well, Polly Shore and Susie are trying to sneak into the security office, and he goes to like op- he like opens the door, and there's like a dude in there, and he just closes it again. Like, okay, we gotta get him out of there. <laughs> like the guy didn't notice the door opening. Terrible security guard. I mean, he's just staring at this cigarette that he's smoking. By the way, he's just, not inhaling. Just yeah. staring at the cherry like mm, fire. But now we they get like, like kind of early Polly Shore. Yes. Like this is the beginning yeah. of some Polly Shore ism. Yeah, he's dancing in the hallway, yeah. rubbing the nips. Going down the hallway to distract the security guard, yet yeah, doing a whole strip tease. Which why wouldn't you send this the fucking sexy young, one. sexy girl? This this it, I think it's he just, didn't want to sexualize her. So I think good for him. Yeah, good. For I him. think it. What it really is though is that he's clearly has a bigger crush on Susie than he does on Mel from the things oh, that would happen throughout the movie. 100%. So it's him trying to be like, hey, don't worry, I'll distract him. Like you just stay here. And he's trying to like, how do you know it's gonna work? You don't, but, but like know he's doing like he's doing a little show. He's like, look how silly I am. Look, I don't care. Lifts his shirt, like, yeah. shows his nipples, and like and so then... he's trying to impress her. I think you know, but yes, and he definitely shows his asshole to this dude. He, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I think this guy. I, I might be wrong. I think this is a horny old goat that's like, oh yes, yeah, I'm gonna get this man ass or yeah. boy, but sorry, boy ass. Yeah, because he's because oh, he's a teenager. <laughs> Yeah, he's watching Polly Shore like do the strip tease, and he's like sitting up closer to the thing. He's puts like, his glasses on. Yeah, he puts his glasses on. And so then, he can get better and to I look think what it's supposed cheeks. to be is like it's an old man going like, "What the fuck am I seeing?" But really, oh, no, it looks very like, excited. Yeah, about it looks it, like he's happy yeah. about it. And then Polly Shore bends over and like he moons the camera, but he bends over, so he's like spread eagle. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, look into the my brown eye. He's using a, he's using a bidet in the eighty nines though, because it's clean back there. And then so immediately, yeah, the security guard picks up his nightstick and walks out the door. I'm like, where's like, this nightstick going? Yeah. I'm going to get this guy. And either way, even if if you're thinking that he wants to sodomize him with it, or you're just thinking he's like, this kid's goofing around the hallway. I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Not on my like, fucking watch, pal. Because <laughs> he's caught. <laughs> he's a fucking co-op. Uh, so he He's comes out, and then, dog. like, they're in the hallway that they were in, presumably, and he turns the opposite direction. Uh-huh. I don't... Like, That's do, why you, do you not, not know which cop. hallway you were watching? <laughs> no, because he's that great of a security guard. <laughs> I mean, I guess he just got hired. He's like, look, I don't know which one's which, guys. I don't, I don't know see which anything which. down here, so let me go around this corner over here. <laughs> he's going to go beat up somebody else that kind of looks like Polly Shore. Like, I saw you. Whap, crack skull. I guess he could be an old Italian. He's got a little bit of a Polly Walnut. Yeah, he does. All right, all right. He's, he's got a little Officer Giuseppe. Yeah. On the case. <laughs> So they're hiding around the corner while this cop, the security guard is looking and he's like, shh, shh, I got you. Don't move. <laughs> yeah. And they they break into the security office. I mean, it's jumping ahead a little bit. We'll just cover it. They break into the security office basically to look for uh, Mel and they see like, oh, look, her keys are in that hallway. Let's just leave and now go to that hallway. Yeah. Well, because they're right next to a vent that is cockeyed. Because it's very convenient. Yeah, Eric made they, a mistake. They don't mention that the vent is open though until they get there. She's no, like, you can see it in the camera. I know, camera. but oh yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah you, we go, can see it. They go there though, and then uh, Suze is like, "Oh my gosh, that grate's open. Oh, it's great." Oh. <laughs> 
but like whatever that happens that's how they find where how to get into the sewer complex slash vents i don't know these vents connect to the sewer which means this mall smells like shit i don't know it, there's no way it doesn't there's no <laughs> fucking way it doesn't but uh unless the sewer just doesn't isn't in use anymore like he's got a very dry sandy layer yeah and everything's dry tunnels are is, is this pristine. where is this where he starts getting like kind of yeah. psycho yeah so this yes. is the speech scene this is when he's like telling her like He's like, you know, oh, I, I killed this guy and I did this. And, and this closet <laughs> what, what, is for what, you. What do we say? This mall is for you, Damien. <laughs> it's mall for you, Damien. Because <laughs> he's just screaming. I did it all for you. And she's like, and he's like, we can be, now we can be together forever. Because she was telling him she doesn't care that his face is melted. And she's just like, oh, oh. no, though. No. <laughs> I, I can't. You. I can't fuck that. I, there's you, no way. No. I can't keep looking at this. Face. Oh, but we do get a, a precursor to Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, we because do. we get the real crispy side of this dude's face, and he just goes real calmly. Let me show you something. <laughs> Repeated one more time. Oh, Come on, let me show you something. you something. And he's got this. We didn't mention he's got a really distorted voice. And you guys said it was from smoke inhalation, oh, yeah. but it's also he like it's like, like a synthetically distorted voice. It it's is like, synthetically distorted. Yeah. Like, uh, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Uh, so yes, was this when was when is did Love and Color start? Is he trying to do a Seagal voice? When does what? I thought Seagal. I was like, this is my Seagal. He's like hard whispering. raspy Seagal. Uh, when was in Living Color? Was did it start in the eighties? It was in nine. Yeah, early nineties. Was it early nineties or late eighties? Because we kind of posited that. I want to say maybe like this was like the origin of Jim Carrey's Fire Marshal. Bill like he's character. watching this program yeah. and like, hey, I've got a character. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I'll watch this movie while I'm living in my in car. Because, you know, that was what he was doing famously. That's when um, J-Lo first... was a fly girl. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first uh, uh, Fire Marshal Bill is 91. Okay. Is so, what, so, yeah, so he yeah. could have seen this. And he, was like, and he was like, well, I get like, that guy's almost got the right voice. But like, what if you, if you got the fire, there'd be no lips. What if he tucked those lips up and got <laughs> real crazy? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's where he got it from. I mean, if he got real crazy, he's been murdering people. <laughs> we see yeah, you, Jim. But real crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Jim Carrey, now crazy. <laughs> I mean, what do you think is going to happen after you date? That in the sentence, what do I think is going to happen after I date? <laughs> oh my god! Hopefully, Jenny, sex. Johnny McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Though she did marry a, a Wahlberg. I'm sure she did. Is that supposed to be in her defense? Donnie. <laughs> she married Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, that makes it better. A real Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> um, yes, he is a real Wahlberg. He was he a was new kid. A new kid on the block. He wasn't bitch. a funky bunch though. No. Because the Funky Bunch was with Marky Mark. Donnie well, Wahlberg was with the new kids. <laughs> um, it's all terrible. Aren't there is. four brothers? Where's the fourth? You know, you know four more hey, things It's funny about that you said aren't there four brothers because... Uh, Mark Wahlberg did Mark Wahlberg four brothers. Four brothers. Four brothers. <laughs> with Tyrese? Yeah. No, because one owns the Hey, my brother's black, yo. He's hey, what's it like being my brother? I don't know. <laughs> hey, my brother married Jenny McCarthy. Hey, that's nice. He's got good, good hamburgers. It's awesome, bro. He does have like a really odd voice, doesn't he? He's always <laughs> kind of whispering, you know. It's not that hard. Let me be a peacock. You gotta let me let fly. fly. <laughs> I still love that fucking movie. That's oh. a good movie. I love that movie. So, like when Eric, when she tells Eric, "I'm not gonna be with you forever," he basically just goes, "Man," runs out of the fucking thing and like locks her in. Legit, it is a man. You can see like little kid limp arms when he's running. <laughs> and this is when you start to suspect, even though I kind of already did that. Eric's the, that Eric's the Phantom? <laughs> dun, dun, dun! No, that Morgan Fairchild and uh, fucking 
Harv oh, yeah. Posner are in league yeah. because they're going out to their like little soiree and he's like, time to make money. Lots of money. All the money. And she's like, yeah, money. Money, 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 money. They say <laughs> money like 11 <laughs> times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when uh, Peter... Well, Oh no! Peter and Eric are fighting. They're well, doing Peter is going day. through. Peter's going through the the sewer slash the truck sized tunnels. Yeah. tunnels. The and cartoon he, and drop. He, yeah, and he falls into the rancor pit here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! <laughs> and another. So and there's low. another dead body down there. What, was that the yes. maintenance guy? Yes. All right, cool. We maintenance guy and then headless Volkner. Yes. Okay. Uh, may the force be with you. And then this is where we get another Chernobyl. So they had the snake for the toilet scene. <laughs> another Chernobyl. There That's is when the mall disappeared. <laughs> Explodes a little bit here. <laughs> so the snake from the toilet scene that we talked about earlier, uh, Conrad. Conrad, Conrad the Cobra, <laughs> uh, is released into this little pit area that Eric has made. Yeah. After Pete drops down the cartoon, he steps on a grate. I'm, this is what I mean by cartoon drop. He steps on a grate and stands for a second and makes like a oh shit face and then the great drops it's like the great dropped and he had to look down to fall yeah <laughs> little peter shaped puff of smoke <laughs> left up there right above the trap yeah. and he releases the snake by like hitting a trip wire like it's yeah. a trap that's set up to stop people it's a trap. i guess i said there were no cameras but he did set up traps so <laughs> uh, and then like when the snake comes out the grate behind him falls to like block him in, even though it doesn't latch. It just like falls and like swings. Yeah, easily push through it. And like you, and you can tell that Peter and the snake were never in the same room. Never. No. <laughs> you pay for a snake. You didn't pay for an actor and a snake to be in the same scene. Exactly. We have one stuntman and we hired him as Eric. A lot of insurance money with being with the Cobra, I imagine. <laughs> Ooh yeah. They had to cut this to make it fit a two million budget. Um. Eric Eric does mention that he's trying to he's he comes back now to the the, the room after he so when he left is when he set the the the, the C four C four the detonators yeah and then he comes back and he's like on top of Mel yelling at her and he's like I'm gonna take this home all out and you and me with it and da 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 whatever he says but he's basically like I'm we're dying we're all dying together like his yep. original plan I think was to blow up the mall and go and live happily ever after with her if I can't have you nobody can exactly. well we also don't know if the mall blowing up would have ruined his special place <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's pretty far away it's like it's... way underground it's a whole journey. The, the structural integrity will hold up. Trust. <laughs> I mean, it survived one house burning down. <laughs> and w- with pristine tunnels. Um, so now is when Peter gets into the room and him and Eric fight. And they're like throwing each other around. It's not nearly as good a fight as him and Volker earlier. Not Because this, this Rob Estes is not an action actor. I, I mean, this other He's not an actor a- at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, he's in 96 episodes of Melrose Place. He probably got at least one fight there, but that's a year later. So that's I like how later. your defense of him not being a good actor goes to <laughs> Melrose Place. And then one thing that's not really shown upon is this is actually when uh, Buzz and Suze are walking through the tunnels. But then one of the deleted scenes is he's like, let's just stop right here and sit and have a heart to heart. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a full on like, remember when I said I liked you? And she's like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Do you ever think you'd like me? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I said it's okay. All right, let's go see if our girlfriend's murdered. <laughs> yeah. Now like, that I know you like me, let's go find uh, whatever the fuck M name hers is. And that's Melody? why- Melody, that's why Melody. they don't come in until after the fight scene. Yeah, so because they, they find each other in the tunnels yes. like when they're leaving. When Melody's they find this, themselves is, this is where in Melody tunnels, screams Derek. like Eric is about to do something to Peter, and then Melody's like, No, don't. I love him. I'm like, Best case scenario, it's been a week. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, in that week, 
You've spent very little time together that wasn't digging up your ex-boyfriend's grave. <laughs> I will say, I mean, you know, high schoolers are stupid and these are supposed to be, I mean, we forget they're high schoolers because they look like they're in their mid twenties. Like they all so, just graduated and they're getting summer jobs to save jobs, up for college yeah. kind yeah. of shit. So whatever. If you no, I love him. college and, after one summer job. Well, 89. I think you can afford college much more back then than you can now. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is when you were like, oh, these the student debt has me drowning. I owe $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> I wish my student debt was only $3,000. I mean, $3,000 1989 money is something around like $11,000 now, but that still wouldn't cover your student debt. Still like, nothing. <laughs> we go to the, now there's the party. Like, I don't know. Eric runs off or whatever. No, they he ends up knocking him out. I think uh, Peter knocks Eric out. Yeah. And then so they leave the, the dungeon here. Well, how do they leave the dungeon? She says, hey, <laughs> oh, um, that's right, the, the fire fire's man. blocking the exit. Oh, God. And he looks around and you think like, oh, man, how are they going to get out of this one? Yeah, I don't remember how the place caught on fire in the first place. Uh, a lamp. But... A oh, lamp okay. hit. And you can very clearly see accelerant. Yeah. But again, it's not CGI, so I'm nitpicking. Yeah. But I did notice this lamp sparks and you can see where they <laughs> like sprayed out yeah. the accelerant. And yeah, she's like, we can't get around this fire. How do we get out of here? And he's like, I have an idea. And Let's they walk, walk around, around the fire. They walk around around a burning couch. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can do that? What else would you do? We can't somersault over it, so I guess Why we're not? stuck. It's on fire. So we the, can't go around the, it. The soiree is happening up in the fucking mall, which is a stupid sentence. And like they're Ooh, opening. That's the stupid <laughs> sentence of the podcast. Would you say it was a cotillion? No, I would not say no, it's no a one was dancing. Ever. No one was dancing. There are myriad reasons I wouldn't say cotillion. <laughs> the, the, the number one is no one's dancing. Uh-huh. Number two, stupid fucking word. Hey, if you want to hear the origin story of Jack's hatred of the word cotillion, check out our episode oh, on uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens. They didn't think at all. We didn't know. We, we didn't, didn't know. know. The Vandals were in this song. We used to watch old kind, old time cotillion shows. We used to watch stupid oh. horror movies. Wait, what did you see? The Vandals wrote this song. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yes. We didn't know. We didn't know. So Morgan Fairchild and, and fucking Posner are doing their like Morgan opening Fairchild, speech. Child, yeah. About how they're opening the last. They're gonna turn the lights on in the last corner of the mall. So this mall's just been sitting here with like a dark corner. <laughs> well, they're waiting for the spire to be. Yeah, the, the midtown I, spire, what is midwood a spire? spire, a tower, some sort of monolithic structure with, with a point at the end. With yeah. Points. If you can't be killed on it, it's not a spire. You know okay. what a spire is? A spire is what Morgan Fairchild is about to be impaled on. Yeah. <laughs> it's an implement. Implement of death so is this where they so, run and like find the mayor yeah so the, like, the, the, all the kids meet up in the tunnels like they're on different tunnels with like a grate between them somehow like there's in tunnels and out it's tunnels. a scooby-doo moment yeah it's just, <laughs> <laughs> they find up? each other oh, hey. and they go to the they go to the party and they run up and they're covered in soot and like blood and whatever and oh it's it's poop <laughs> it's poop actually. and it's the dried poop because this is a very dry sewer and mel Runs up to Morgan Fairchild and she's like, oh my God, there's a bomb. You need to get all these people out of here. And, and instead of playing it like, oh my God, there's a bomb. What does she do? She pulls a fucking gun out. Not, okay. Not any gun. She's a gun and the, she has a gun and she's part of the bad people, whatever. That's great. She pulls this gun out in the middle of the party. She's not like, hey, not, come with me to the office. Yeah, not one person takes notice the mayor's got a gun. Like, you're looking at the mayor at a party, right? If there's if there's a mayor at the party, you're, you're looking. And she's just got this gun out and no one's saying anything <laughs> about it. What kind of gun is it, Jack? It's a pearl handle 380. 
God, this thing is sexy. It's the, there's a reason these are the number one concealed weapons, it's concealed also, handguns in the world. It's also definitely the kind of gun that Morgan Fairchild carries around currently. Absolutely. It's small. It's <laughs> compact. It's got gun. good stopping power. Let's get to it. That wasn't in the script. She was just like, I've got this gun. We can... <laughs> hey, we need a prop gun. She pulls out a live one. She's like, well, how about this? Everyone's ducking <laughs> as she waves a gun like Baldwin style around a fucking oh, set. Shit. Everyone's just, oh. I was about to say, like, the crow hasn't happened. And yeah, people aren't that worried. <laughs> this is a precursor to the crow. <laughs> um, so we find out now that she's the one who covered up the arson. She's like, dun, oh, you, dun, think dun. That, you think that idiot Posner could have done it? No, it was me. Ah, I'm going to tell you all my story. <laughs> that was me, Shane. <laughs> it's time real for me bad to guy. give you the parlor scene. Talk so here's what we did. Scooby-Doo. Well, thankfully, there is no parlor scene because we're smart enough to put this together. Yeah. Other than her saying, like, what, you think that fucking idiot did it? In a good um, way, they don't hold your hand. Yeah. I do I so, do appreciate so Eric that. Eric comes out of the vents, because she now has taken them to the office at gunpoint, which no one noticed. <laughs> and the office is up above the mall, so you can look out over all the land. You can survey the land that you... <laughs> this is all One day, Simba, this will all be yours. This is very uh, overseer <laughs> But not over Fallout, there in the dark area. But not the section four over there where it's dark. <laughs> That's where the elephant graveyard we is. We don't go to the shadow <laughs> land of the mall. Not the shadow realm. Uh, but Eric comes out and he basically just picks up Morgan Fairchild and so fucking twirls around. Yeah, he grabs her by the pussy. He, yes, he, <laughs> he does. Trumps he trumps her. her right up and he hucks her out of fucking window. And everybody on the who's listens to the show knows I love dummies, but there's not a dummy here. They had a stunt man, man, definitely man. By the way, <laughs> he's not being a dick. No, it's a stunt man with a blonde wig on and a dress. But he's somersault. thrown out this fucking window, and yes, yeah, somersault falls. And I mean, this is a two, three story fall that they I mean, they don't show him land because obviously there's a cushion mattress and stuff. or but they I'm cut, not a mattress they just, <laughs> just put one mattress, mattress down good luck asshole like the big inflatable hey, yeah thing. it's cool it's sealy it's kind of whatever it's the 80s we're fine don't it, hey it was one mattress but it's posturpedic <laughs> i mean like i broke my back but it doesn't hurt at all billy mays here if you want to kill yourself in a mall and jump off <laughs> use Aww. one of my mattresses oh he died from cocaine don't feel bad for him <laughs> They blamed it on airlines, but it was cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> she gets impaled on a spire of sorts. Oh, this is a beautiful impalement. It goes right through her. Uh, and you did get Morgan Fairchild to lay there with a spike coming out of her chest. She at least cool. sat there for makeup. Yeah. Yes, she did. Good uh, for you. And Mel is like decides she's going to run from Eric by going out the window across the rafters, not out the door. It is the least rational way to like, escape. I feel like she ran towards him to get away from him, right? Because uh, yeah, he, he just, just threw her out the window. Yeah, so like, she's like, oh, look, I'm going to go that way. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going that and, way. And Whitney, you pointed out we were watching it. That they're like, they're climbing through these rafters. He's chasing her. And they're like going across, like they're ducking under rafters and moving around and stuff. But then when they cut to the wide shot, they have moved five Four feet. Four feet, five like, feet. <laughs> you've made zero progress across this fucking rafter walkway. And there's a big banner hanging there, something about the 4th of July or something. And so you're like, okay, someone's going to grab this banner and fall. She falls. She grabs the banner. Part of it tears. But uh, Peter is... And the next floor down, I guess. And grabs her. <laughs> and like grabs her and saves her. So quick realization, this movie couldn't have been a, the whole week that we think it was because way early in the movie, we have a gloved hand of uh, our circling. killer circling July 4th, but the calendar is already on the 1st. 
So oh, I mean, so we're talking. We're talking like, about like three days. <laughs> nope, it, I didn't see okay. it. Well, so maybe she didn't get her paycheck. Maybe she just got her tips. No, she. They specifically yeah, say, she's "Did you get your paycheck?" She's an idiot, and it's her first job. Well, so she's same, like, "Yeah, I got my tips." The, the other girl that was a sales clerk <laughs> got hers too. Oh well, you know, whatever. She was blowing the manager. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, so Polly Shore yeah. goes. Him and uh, Susie went back to the security room. And he's like, Let's hey, check everybody. out the cameras, bro. <laughs> and this is. And, uh, everybody, there's a fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get out of here, buddy. And this is how it shows that he actually knows everything about the control room because he knows how to get on the microphone. And he knows. He's like, I got this. Bitch. Thank God they set this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Otherwise, I wouldn't know that he knew to push that big green button that says intercom. Right. <laughs> No, but yeah, he he announces that the bomb is like so. These people have seen Morgan Cher- Fairchild fly out a window They're and get impaled. They're, like, They're watching this girl get chased by a fucking mutant through the rafters, it's almost sipping champagne. And, yeah, and they were just drinking and watching the whole time. Like this is a great show. What is this high spirits? What do you call this show? <laughs> the Aristocrats. <laughs> It is um, fucking just heartless, dude. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, so Peter saves Mel from falling, and Ken Foree starts shooting. The only time a gun is fired in this movie, yeah. and he's got like he's like, I've got this pistol. I'll just shoot at this guy that's fucking fifty feet in the air. What? Also, how, how high is? I don't know. What is? It? Well, it's it's, it's at least three stories, it's three stories up, like, but they're not like normal, like like a house. Like these are like right. big stories. So I mean, right. more than thirty feet. This is, but I love how they it's shoot not hit because there's no again, there's no CG, so there's no like fire coming out of a gun being shot so you just see him because i know you can see me so i'm acting it out for you where he like does the hand motion like he, the gun he is mimics going he off. mimics big recoil yes yeah. thank you and, 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 and there is a gunshot sound and then there's yeah. like the between but she's correct though there's no muzzle flash no. at all because they didn't pay for blanks they didn't pay for cgi which is fine well, I'm, 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 I'm here for it yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with what you did here. This gunfight means so little in the grand scheme but of this movie. It's the fourth time a gun has been pulled. It's the fourth and it's time the first, first time, time it's fired. We didn't get a gunshot until after an hour into this hour and a half movie. Four minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, whatever. But so he's trying to shoot Eric, and Eric like falls and grabs onto the banner, and it like swings him down. Oh, and the you banner can totally see the wire. <laughs> yeah, and this banner is the perfect length. Like whoever hung this up measured. They're like, in case someone falls, this will get you just to the ground. Because he swings right down to the ground and plows into fucking Posner and knocks him into. Uh, well, I guess it's the second floor because he knocks him into that sporting goods store. And uh, Posner is, and he's like. You know, I'm going to fucking kill you. And Posner's like, uh, hey, I got a bunch of money. You want money? How can money fix this? Yes. And which Eric's like, you clearly didn't learn your fucking lesson. Yeah. Like, so he's like, I, I'll give you money. I'll money, 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 money. His last eight words are money. And I wrote it down. I, Hold on. At first I thought he it says, was a fishing pole that he grabs. Yeah. He grabs something. Eric grabs something off the rack. He, oh, can't you can't really see tell it right behind it. There's, yeah. there's a display that says. <laughs> a display oh, I didn't of, see that. a display that. of fucking flamethrowers. Weed burning kit. Oh, is that what it, it is? It says okay. it flashes oh, real it's a quick. Dragon. So like the dragon thing that my dad yep. doesn't have because they're not allowed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're allowed to own them. You're not allowed. Used. But he didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. So I didn't catch that. I was like, the fucking display of flamethrowers in this, <laughs> whatever. Movie. It flashes and you miss it, dude. Um, but yeah, and he says he, and Posner's begging, and he's like, please. I know I've said some terrible things. I'll eat my words. And Eric responds eat with this. <laughs> fucking flamethrower just lights it's this attached dude up to propane. Yes, because everybody knows that a display. You, try before you buy. 
This is the most dangerous mall in America. Crossbows come loaded. Flamethrowers come set up with propane. There's a serial killer living in your vents. Your security guards run around with with fucking loaded guns. Apparently, you've got cobras in the toilets. Murder mall. There's robot security guards. That was a different movie, but same mall. Anyway, this guy gets burned to death. Polly Shore rides up on this fucking Honda motorcycle with the sidecar. But this is exactly why malls don't keep gassed up vehicles with keys in them. <laughs> this was electric. Because Polly Shore is gonna <laughs> jump on your car or your motorcycle and with just, the sidecar. And just and she even says, Do you not ride one of these things? It's like, ah, I'm a quick learner. Also, it's got the sidecar, so yes, I do. But it's, not how not how driving motorcycles work. You're no. gonna stall the clutch out, you're gonna fuck this shit up, Polly. It's an automatic. Listen here, Buzz. I don't, I don't I think they made motorcycles motor- work. Not in eighty nine. <laughs> You might be getting um, like a Polaris now. I mean, now it's that's... a Honda, so, you know, I don't Maybe. know, whatever. Not but he's, he's riding this thing around the mall, and he shows up, and uh, Mel and Peter jump on. Mel gets in the sidecar with Susie, and Peter hops on the back of the motorcycle and, like, wraps his arms around Polly Shore's waist. But he's all for it. He's, like, excited about jumping on I the back. I feel like you, you almost had, like, a couple's, two couples riding off into the sunset together. <laughs> But no, you have guy, guy, girl, girl. The Sadie Hawkins dance of motorcycles. Yes. And even though I'm... Because they sleep in twin beds, damn it. I'm fairly certain from like other shots that this like main area of the mall is right where the doors are. Uh-huh. But he has to ride down like 11 hallways while this timer counts down. By the way, I know you said something earlier, and I don't want to go too far back. You kind of just mentioned it offhand, but we didn't really cover it when he set the C4. Oh, he sets you... the timer for 31 <laughs> minutes. Your wife and I, at the same time, were like, who the fuck sets a timer for 31 <laughs> minutes? And you know what? It's a good thing he did, because they got out of there with, like, seconds to spare. Seconds. They would have been obliterated. <laughs> also, this explosion... Great on you. It's a real explosion because they showed it again in the deleted scenes. Okay, and so it's not a model, a building. but it is well, a tight cut. So like, watching it again, I wonder if... Because it, it does show the, the the facade explode, but when they zoom in on the flames, I almost wonder if it's the house that they set up to burn oh. and they zoom in so tight that you just see oh, okay. flame. I don't know. Yeah. Is it worth a rewatch to find out? No. no. I will but. watch this movie again. <laughs> But, but not watch, right now. But right. Watch the deleted scenes for it because it does show that scene again. And you see another deleted scene um, from it's the alternate ending or whatever they called it. The first pan is him and Susie making out and then to. Um, that, okay. that is all that's different from that yeah. one deleted well, that scene. Makes sense that if they decided to cut out the subplot of them getting together then they would have to cut out all of those little scenes. And it made the movie 10 to 15 minutes shorter, so good. It's fine. I don't need... They they were trying to get it under 100 minutes. Because, I mean, it's it's 70... Or it's 91 minutes. So, I mean, and 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 when you look at run times, typically... Especially if you're watching it on streaming, which we were watching on on a on a disc today, but I, I watched did it AMC before. Plus. It says 91 minutes. That includes your credits, and which stuff, you so. you say like a couple things. There were a couple things that I don't I don't think I saw that you guys did. Oh, there, okay. there were certain scenes that she described, and I said, "Man, is that a blink and I missed it?" We'll just do the end, and then we'll go over this because it's over. Yeah, they make out, which you pointed out was really weird. Like you just watched your boyfriend die again. We don't give a fuck about life at all in this movie. <laughs> Even if you didn't watch your boyfriend get killed again, you watched Morgan Fairchild get fucking thrown into yeah, well, a that bitch pointed the gun You've run into a few dead bodies. I'm not, even if I don't like somebody, I don't think I'm going to get <laughs> horny over their death. Like, even if I was mortal enemies this person, like... I mean, it all depends. Like, Charles Manson? are the highest uh, <laughs> What do you think the stands? pregnancy rate was after Hitler died? 
Like I don't know. Nine, <laughs> nine months later, there's that Wasn't fucking... Wasn't that the, the baby boom? That was a baby boom. That was yeah. the baby boom. Oh. <laughs> but so, not because the, it's not because the economy was doing really well from all the money we made going to war. It's because Hitler died. Everybody's just <laughs> horny watching Hitler autopsies. And then, like, yeah, the camera kind of, like, jibs up and like, shows the whole scene. It's <laughs> your disaster. It's the, it's the end of the action movie scene. It's your diehard. It's your whatever where the camera's going up and you see the fire trucks and the cops and everything. And then it sneaks into And the... then, yeah, we go inside and we have burnt Eric corpse. But the sound doesn't even match up. Like, the the score doesn't match up. It gives you like that bum bum kind of moment where his eyes should open and the dude just lays still. And then and three seconds then later. three seconds yeah, later. I had to rewind it because I didn't see his eye open because it literally <laughs> opens like a quarter of... Now, I'm Let's wondering, say flutter. It flutters. Yeah, his fucking I'm, eye flutters. I'm wondering if that's supposed to be like, oh, maybe he'll be back. Like, they didn't want to do the full-on, like, eye open. Like, there's going to be a sequel. It's more like, is he alive or is he still just, like, laying there and he's like, someone please... It's just an ambiguous <laughs> leave it to the viewer kind of bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's because we can do the next one, Phantom of the Mall without a subtitle that way they can really confuse people so they watch the second one first and then watch the first one is it a prequel (laughs) (laughs) the fuck what's Um, happening here so that's the end of that movie and (laughs) Um, by the way credits came up and I was delighted I was tickled as hell the song comes on and I'm like man this is kind of nice it's got like I don't know early offspring vibes couldn't figure out who it was at first. Super jam worthy. Hit the hit the, uh, the the Google button. Nothing came up <laughs> until you look, and it's the fucking Vandals doing yeah. a song. Is there a Phantom in the mall? <laughs> oh and it's so fucking good. This song is freaking fantastic. I mean, it is the what was it? The late eighties, early eighty nine, eighty nine, eighty nine. So there's definitely some non. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some questionable lyrics. Joe Escalante but, talks about it yeah. in, in, in a current interview. He says, hey, in 89 it was harmless, but now I see it's not. So he's got a little retrospective yeah, thought to totally, it. Well, and he owned it. He's like, yeah, I know today it doesn't hold up, but it does. Yeah, Not I mean, that the, one word. <laughs> the word is the R word. Hard yes, R. Yes. The, the thing is, I did a little bit of reading, and this song, because I was trying to find out, I was like, well, maybe it's if it's only in this movie, maybe I can play a clip of it without getting sued. Like, I don't know where the rights yeah. exist. It was never released anywhere except yeah. as the credits for this movie. Yeah. I, I looked for it on a couple different uh, streaming services. And I mean, YouTube from yeah. the end of this movie I've, is where you find yeah, it. Yeah, I found it on YouTube and there's like a couple people who put it up and they clearly did not pay like $1,500 to put that up or no. whatever the rights would be. So I'm sitting here going, maybe... <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, they pull the episode down, I cut it out, and they put it back up. But, yeah. you know, I might play a clip of is it. Is there a phantom in the mall? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Okay, so what was it? Is there a phantom in the mall? Something uh, people oh. might ask. Yeah, people might. Is I, I he a phantom in the mall? Or just a... Hard R in a in a broken hockey mask, <laughs> which by the way it's not a broken hockey but mask. It's not at all, <laughs> not at all. But this song is this song is like in and out of making sense for this movie. Phase one was build, oh, oh god, build outlets. Phase two, mayor's boobs. I like, I like both. How, How about, about you? you? <laughs> I mean, I, I think Joe Escalante just wanted to write a song about uh, Morgan Fairchild's boobs. I mean, wouldn't you want to? I want to listen to one. <laughs> well, he did it for you. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, and I mean the song. Seven year, eight year old person. It's it's I don't know. It's wonderful. It just goes through this, just yeah. It's like it's like one moment they're talking about like 
the problems of like capitalism in this mall and stuff. And the next moment they're like, also Morgan Fairchild's tits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's actually pr- like fairly perfectly California punk rock where it's like, Hey man, we hate the mall and capitalism, but we do like boobs. So we're going to throw them together. <laughs> I, I, I'm a huge fan of this song. I wish I could have it as a ringtone on my phone. We can probably can figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. All right, well, I did marry an awesome person who can do that for me. Does Derek know? <laughs> oh, one more little bit of trivia that I discovered. We were talking about John Jonathan Goldsmith, I believe his name is. The Posner, guy that, by Posner. the place Posner, yeah. the owner of the mall. I knew I recognized him. I pulled up his IMDb, didn't recognize you know, well, here, you, Hold on. I, Can you imagine him with a full head of gray hair? In your mind's eye, close your close your real eyes. Close Do you realize. see him with like a full head of gray hair? Well, he and had a like really nice hair. full gray beard. Oh. Okay. Okay, so I saw that. That's his IMDb photo, but I didn't it didn't click. I'm gonna show you a picture and I wanna I don't always Shut drink the beer. Fuck up. But when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. No, yeah. it's not. He is yes. the most interesting man. Most Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> the most interesting man oh in the world. Oh my God, he really is. And I knew I fucking recognized the guy. And especially I was like, why? I kind of recognize him. Pulled up his IMDb, saw the picture. I was like, I know this fucking face and I don't know why. I feel bad that we didn't know this earlier. I mean, it, he doesn't look super dissimilar. No. But hey, goes to show you, man, he, a beard a beard changes you. He's way hotter later than he is earlier. It's because of a beard whether also, it be salt and pepper I mean, or give, me pure that, salt? give me that silver fox man. oh yeah i mean i guess Oof. that might be why maybe we don't see those commercials anymore because this guy is most definitely not any kind of spanish or well i think Latin. he died but maybe not maybe maybe it is like hey we got to stop putting this guy in tan face it's called I mean, yeah, acting the guy's name is jonathan goldsmith <laughs> acting. That's, oh that's not a that's Mexican not a name, hispanic huh? name no. or a latin name of any sort hmm. i mean just because maybe you're his he had a mother who was we all had mothers so you take <laughs> no saying that the mother what maybe he, he could have some, my sister's last saying name saying he was, married into the goldsmith right. nothing name. hispanic I mean, and sister, she is yeah. very hispanic yeah, your sister looks like she's not related to anybody no they in fact <laughs> anybody. when we, to anybody go, not even her parents we would go on family trips to mexico and they in fact stopped my mother and said are you kidnapping a child she but said yes <laughs> no i didn't kidnap her i purchased we her legitimately her with us that she was not <laughs> They were compensated. Me, blonde, blue-eyed. My mom, I mean, she's tan, but like a white tan lady. I was the only one with blue eyes and blonde hair. She's like hair. Florida white. Yeah. I mean, she still had brownish hair. And then my stepdad, light brown hair, blue eyes. My grandpa, blue eyes. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of Hitler's wet dreams out yes. here. Yeah. My mother actually used to tell me that when I was a little girl. Thank you. Oh, what a mean she thing to say. She even got me say. a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you guys watched a little documentary about the song at least and it's oh yeah. apparently Fantastic. I just wanted to mention because they said they wrote the song for the movie and they are like whatever sure we'll take some money they got paid pretty well is what, from what they yeah, said yeah from what he said yeah the part I overheard though was that it was just supposed to be in the movie and they were like, no, this movie, this song's fucking awesome, so we're just, we're going to make it the credits song. They, they wanted you to have a little bit of reprieve from a bunch of murder and mayhem being the last thing you walk out of, of the theater with. Okay. okay. And he said, you know, like, the, the last shot is uh, Eric maybe opening his eye, <laughs> maybe not. So you're like, what? And then you exit then with, <laughs> is there a phantom in the mall? The last song is an overcooked hot dog. <laughs> and then you just see it crack open there. I mean, that would have it would have left me a little bit more, I don't know, like in a, in a weird mood. 
Because now I'm fucking bouncing and popping out of here. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and then it was just like, doom, 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 <laughs> like this creepy synth music throughout the credits. No, it's like, ah, wasn't that fun, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's, Let's all go, go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby and get, get ourselves, ourselves a snack. snack. Capitalism, oh, yay. I thought you were going to go, let's get ourselves a Dos Equis, but, you know. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm actually not the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I do always drink beer, and I don't always prefer Dos Equis. No. I don't... I- I don't think I've ever asked for Dos Equis unless that was literally the only beer that was available. I mean, I'll drink it. I'll, I'll have them be like, we have cold. Dos Equis. I'm like, Amber? They're like, no. And I'm like, oh. Mm. <laughs> that is true. The Amber is superior. Yeah. Most Ambers are. <laughs> or known right. Ambers. Are you saying my friend Amber is more superior than me? Shout out oh, to Amber. I do I know an, I do know an Amber. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> I'm going to say I highly recommend this movie. I, I enjoyed this. the shit out of it. I won't say I highly recommend it at all uh, because I don't think the wide audience would like this. I wouldn't have liked this uh, ooh, 15 years ago. I wouldn't have liked it. Okay. But I will say if you're one of these people that loves a campy or lower budget horror slasher, whatever, yes, fully recommend on that. But to the, the, to the general audience, no. The reason yeah. – I think the reason both Derek and I like this is, yeah, it's cheesy, but the – Photographer, what the cinematography? Yeah. That person knew what the fuck they were doing. Absolutely, it was exactly well what shot. angles to do. It was, it's well written, like you said. There are I certain mean, things for what it is. It's fairly well written. They they did they lay out things and then they pay it off without holding your hand. The weak spot in this movie, and I'm not complaining about it, is the acting. Yeah, yeah. because everyone's new. Oh, besides God. your besides Morgan Fairchild's probably the only one at this point with a name. Paulie yeah. Shore's uh, a nobody. Jonathan Goldsmith or whatever his name is, the guy that played Posner. He, yeah. He's been in a million things, so he was a big character actor. But like, Oh, yeah, they got him cheap, though. Are, yeah, most of these people are, are not. All the kids especially are like... I mean, yeah. the girl, that was like her first real role. Like, she was in... Uh, playmate stuff she played a playmate in like fucking uh, beverly, beverly hills, hills cop 2. 2 and then like this it was then it went like went into this like uh Susie after this did a bunch of like softcore porn it looks like yeah. erotic concessions <laughs> and hotline whatever yeah, definitely a spice channel cinem- cinemax but so or i did cinemax? i watched we watched this movie cinemax spice spice channel and cinemax are two different things oh i know spice channel was a little more hardcore but it wasn't full barely oh, it was still softcore <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you, but it was softcore where you saw the dick. No, no, I think no, you, you saw. saw dick. I saw. saw hey, uh, the... email us. Sad. I saw dicks on Spice Channel. I'm telling I'm you right saying. now, you only saw the bottom of the shaft. You never saw more Still than a dick. an inch. You never saw penetration on Cinemax. You don't even see shaft. Okay. On Cinemax, it's like let's tape that to his leg. Doesn't and make Richard? It rub doesn't Richard Greco have like some softcore that he's done where it's no dick showing? It's uh, Greco. Probably. Sylvester hey, Stallone. Maybe has, his porn name is Greco. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has a softcore porn its called The Italian Stallion. It was his first thing he ever did. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> maybe it'll be part of our Rambo thon. No, um, <laughs> get it, Rambo, uh, <laughs> Rambone. <laughs> so we watched this on uh, Blu-ray from Arrow Video. It looks really great. Uh, the when I watched it previously, before I purchased it, I purchased it because I watched it on the Arrow Video app. So they have a bunch of their movies streaming on there. So that's why I thought, and I mean, it's been a little while since I watched it. It's been a few months, so maybe there was stuff I didn't remember. But I thought the version that you were seeing on AMC, which is also the Shutter, would be the same version that was on the Arrow thing. Because a lot of the stuff that's on Arrow is also on AMC Shutter. I don't know if they're related or if it's just yeah. whatever. 
So, but maybe they do have a different, slightly different version. I mean, I this don't think is I the special missed, like Blu-ray cut. So. I wouldn't think I missed anything There's if no. it wasn't in there. One thing you said that you didn't get was the whole um, when they're walking up to the house when it's a flashback when Melody's explaining to Pete. Oh, and he, he goes to kiss her face and he kisses her nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, like, There's some the, bad kissing in this movie. Oh, so much bad Woo. kissing. But the the paper on the door that's like... You condemned. Get, yeah, condemned or whatever. That was the one scene that you didn't get. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. We already went over it. I recommend it. She recommends it. You I recommend it to the people that enjoy this genre and yeah. not yes. just... Well, uh, and that's why I'm like... When I say strongly recommend or highly recommend, I'm like... Most of you guys who are listening to this would probably enjoy watching something like exactly. this. Or you're listening, you, you, you might just listen because you love the uh, serenading sounds of my garbage voice. Or you like uh, being sung how to. So, how sultry my voice can sound. <laughs> or my cackling. You like, being, <laughs> you like being sung to by Jack. That's how you fall asleep. You just They find that section of you singing and they just loop it. And that's oh their noise. Anybody that's fallen asleep to my voice, dude, seek help, please. They're having these fucking sex dreams, I'll tell you that much. Ooh. Uh, if, it's, if it's me, it's a sex nightmare. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, if that's your kink, hit me up at... <laughs> But yeah, so next week, the episode will be uh, Lionheart with Jean-Claude Van Damme, which is a pretty sweet movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's good or not, but it's sweet. Uh, <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah, I you know, it's 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 a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah. He's well, kicking a lot earlier than he is in Universal Soldier. Hey, oh my my favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie is probably the worst Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, and it's Hard Target, because it's the most fun. I don't know if that's the worst. It, it's, it's pretty it's, wonderful. It's enjoyable worst, as fuck. Like, worst pre-1998, you mean? Because <laughs> him and Seagal both had a rough, like, it was like towards the end of the 90s. It's that death grasp the, of, like, the, holding on to your career. Yeah. So, yeah. So, next up will be Lionheart. Uh, I do have a plan for basically the next couple of months. Um, we've got, we're going to have a nice transition. I won't spoil the movie, but we're going to have a nice transition into It's Going to Be Bay. So it's yeah. gonna be Bay. All, I totally all, said that when Derek told me. <laughs> all Michael Bay movies for the month of May. Um, and I'm thinking, I haven't decided yet, but I'm thinking like Superhero Spectacular for June because it's summer. That's when they come out. This summer. There's a lot of bad man, superhero movies. One cape. <laughs> a bunch of dicks. <laughs> You're gonna have to do it now. July is Rambothon, so get ready for that. Five weeks of Rambo. I'm so fucking ready for Rambo Thon. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think we're gonna. Do I've it. got my Ramboner. So I'm gonna say thank you to Evasion for providing our music. I'm always Great, gonna that say cool. that. Uh, you know, buy their stuff. Go check them out on Bandcamp because they actually make some money. Find them on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check out the website badmoviesworstpeople.com. Tell your friends. Recommend us to people. Rate and review. Hey, like, share, subscribe, chat. Yeah, basically. Well, if you rate us, it helps our like it helps increase the profile of the show, especially on things like Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening there, like just rate, it's fine. And then if you have any suggestions for episodes or any comments, or if you want to tell me a funny story, uh, I'm not taking suggestions in person anymore. You have to email me at badmoviesworstpeople <laughs> at gmail.com because I want some fucking emails, people. Yeah. Not just receipts. Exactly. So that's that. Don't forget to buy shirts and stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. I have been Derek. I have been Whitney. And remember to tip your bartenders. Please. I'll always be Jack. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Go, and go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. <laughs> I forgot my own line. <laughs>
can take out my notes. So we got more bars and malls. Has Morgan ever worn glasses? Football pads, hot chick. Polly origin story. Nobody pays for yogurt. Fake fucking Baldwin. Silence. <laughs> Slice the face thicker. Yes. Nerves. <laughs> Nerves. I mean, we could even go down here. Worst way to die. Casablanca Cantina Dance Club dive bar. Yes. Crushing 10 pounders. Nostalgia drip. Who yes. gave these kids Valium? Go on. I'm horny. Do you smell a raging fire? This guy never closes his mouth. <laughs> Let's go dig up your boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> this okay. is the rambling. I'm just going to keep Keep doing those and just read them at like at the very end of each episode. I think you should. <laughs> like, I think God, that's a new thing. Shortest episode ever. Just have Jack sit down and just power through the notes. <laughs>